Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio on the net. Kicking down the walls, blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches, and you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. The Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. All right, what are we talking about this evening? Well, we start the show with a prayer, then the ups and downs for the week, which is going to be a doozy. What are the unions up to now, since we didn't get to it last show? The War on Christianity and the Fuzzy Muzzy Report. If we get through the whole thing, there's a lot, Brian. There's a lot going on, and no one's talking about it. There's a lot. A lot more than the, these lamestream media's <laughs> idiots are talking about. All they could do is talk about Trump. It's worse than when GW was in. Everything was GW's fault, and everything's Trump's fault. Squared. <clears throat> anyway. So... On it's Sunday, time for a prayer. Well, it's Saturday, Sunday, you know. Well, it's Saturday to me. Saturday is really well because it's the, it's the Sabbath. Sabbath, yeah. Sunday is the first day of the week, so why is the Saturday the Sabbath? Like the Jews celebrate? Because they're not Jews. We're just an <laughs> extension of Judaism. <laughs> why don't we celebrate? Uh, why don't we rest on the seventh day, which is Saturday? All right, prayer for hope from prayers for special help. Yes, it's a real place. Need some special help? <clears throat> Heavenly Father, I am your humble, humble servant. I come before you today in ho- need of hope. There are times when I feel helpless. There are times when I feel weak. I pray for hope. I need hope for a better future. I need hope for a better life. I need hope for love and kindness. And Obamanus took away our hope. Yes, he did. Some say that the sky is at its darkest just before the light. I pray that this is true, for all seems dark. I need your light, Lord, in every way. I pray to be filled with your light from head to toe, to bask in your glory. 
to know that all is right in the world as you have planned and as you want it to be. Help me to walk in your light and live my life in the faith and glory. In your name I pray. Amen. I like that. Since when do you get commentary when people are leading a prayer? <laughs> I always do. No. All right. Ups and downs for the week. Oh. Anybody out there got a good deal on cell phones? <clears throat> An up from Fox News. A seven-year-old California boy is being praised for his entrepreneurial skill and love for the environment after he made $10,000 by starting his own recycling business. Cash, he said, he's saving for college. Ryan yeah. Hickman of San Juan Capistrano in Orange County began recycling when he was just three years old, accompanying his father on daily trips to a local recycling center, KGTV reported. We had gone to the center with a couple of bags, and he really loved the actual act of putting all the cans and bottles into the machine and getting the money for it. And that kind of got him hooked. Father Damien Hickman told the station. The second grader's business, Ryan Recycling, has recycled some 200,000 cans and bottles to date. The boy, along with his family and friends, carefully sorts through bags of recyclables each week. He also sells t-shirts on his website and donates the proceeds to the Pacific Marine Mammal Center in Laguna Beach according to the station. The profits, he told the station, are given to the Center for Sea Lions to get food and medicine. Ryan's business has earned him international attention with news media as far away as Hong Kong profiling his story. The boy also received an award this week from San, Jose, San Juan Capistrano's... At the, what is, what's Capistrano? It's something in Capistrano. There's a, there's a thing. Uh, the pigeons are leaving Capistrano. No, it's, it is something to do with birds. <laughs> the seagulls are leaving no, Capistrano. No. You don't know, so don't just keep guessing. The boy also received an award this week from San Juan Capistrano City Council and Mayor for his work to help the environment. If you're already recycled, just keep on recycling. If you don't recycle, start recycling, Ryan told ABC News 10. No, I won't, Ryan. I did my recycling time. It's over. We recycle. Uh, you mean at burn stuff? Yeah. That's not recycling. <laughs> Look, number one, that he can do it, that he, it's still free in the United States that they can do this kind of thing. We have very little waste. Oh, no, it. we have very little. Very we good. don't drink cans of anything. No. And no. So, you know, it's really nothing to recycle. We burn, no. and then we a little bit, we have, we have this regular garbage throughout. Anyway, the fact that he can still do something entrepreneurial in these United States was an up to me, except when I forgot that him getting the money from recycling is probably from taxpayer dollars. Well, you kind of know it's Prague heaven there, right? <laughs> right. Great. <laughs> these are a mess. But still. But still what? He decided he was going to put effort into this, and his family decided I'm to help I'm glad he him. liked recycling. I used to do it for free, so. 
stupid me. I know, stupid me too, right? And then down in Florida, I used to take all our cans, crush them, and bring them to the the uh, scrapyard, and they'd pay you so many so many pennies a pound for not clean aluminum because it's not clean; it's got paint on it and stuff, right? Coloration. But if you save those little tabs on top of the cans, they're pure aluminum. You get you get a lot more money for them. Of course, it takes a lot longer to get the same amount of weight. But don't throw them in with your regular cans because you're not getting paid for it, and they're getting it. All right, maybe Ryan didn't know that trick, and I can make him some more money. We used to do that at uh, New York City EMS in the shop. We we had a thing out for someone's family member had a charity and everybody was collecting all the tops from everything to donate to them. And it costs you nothing to do that, but you know, enough of you do it, it, it adds up pretty quick. All right, up down from the Washington Post. Wapo. Republicans in deep red congressional districts spent the week navigating massive crowds and hostile questions at their town hall meetings. Of course, this comes from WAPO. Well, yeah. Oh, it was, I, it was terrible. They're under attack. They're, oh, everybody hates them. I, I know, Krusty, um, the clown, because this article completely baffles me. You have to explain this thing to me. I have no clue what they're talking about. That was not Krusty the Clown. It sounded like Krusty the Clown. You're easy. Uh, An early indication of how progressive opposition movements are mobilizing against the agenda of the GOP and President Trump. Hey, at least they used the word president. Angry constituents swarmed events held by Representatives Jason Chavitz, Utah, Diane Black, Tennessee, Justin Amish, Michiganistan, and Tom McClintock, California. Okay, why aren't they putting a D or an R in front of these people's names? That's They're what's confusing all me. R's. They're all Republicans. That's correct. That's what the story. That's what the story's all about. So Republicans are yelling at Republicans. No, thank you. Progressives are coming to these town halls and doing it, and being disruptive, etc. Sure, they're getting hauled out too. They filled the rooms that had been reserved for them in Utah and Tennessee. Scores of activists were locked out. Voters pressed and Tennessee, what? No. Voters pressed members of Congress on their plans to repeal the Affordable Care Act. On the still controversial confirmation of Education Secretary Betsy DeVos. She's already been she's already been approved too late now. Well, and no. even on a low-profile vote to disdain and elect disband an election commission created after two thousand. Okay, the other thing about Betsy DeVos yesterday when they were talking—I don't care. I, don't, I know all about it. They know all about it. The point is, these crazy kooks. She's already been appointed. She is the education secretary. There's absolutely zip you could do about it. Okay, but what happened is that they, they reported that the mobs wouldn't let her... Well, it wasn't mobs. It was just a handful of people. We're talking about now she was going to a public school. This right. is different events. Right, I know, I know. But I wanted, to, I wanted to tell you this is the stupid news that they did. 
So they p- reported everywhere that she was blocked, and they, they're looking into assault charges for a couple people that tried to assault her. Big deal, and, the crazy lunatic teachers union? Who cares what they think? So And parents. There was parents there, too. Oh, yeah. A handful of parents for the wackadoo class, right? Yes. And they also reported on regular news, town hall, on talk radio, that she just got into her van and, and left. I went to um, who's a, Alex Jones' site, and he said, no. She left, and they got her in through the back door, and she said to one of his reporters, they're never going to get stop me from going to a public school. But they're not reporting it on the lamestream media. They don't understand. Um, all of the federal government agencies have armed people. There's not an agency without armed people, even education. So she's got armed people that could be security, and they're not gonna, you're not going to block them from going in the door. But it's funny because, like I said, I heard on Tom, well, she just got in her van and walked. I said, no, if you look on the other news, she went back in. It seemed <laughs> as though it the, appeared, uh, they didn't use words like no, that, though. No, no, they they're Fox didn't. News, and they're, and they're no, just this as is bad town as the hall. rest of them. This is Town Hall. Just as bad as the rest of them. I know, I'm and no they fan did not. of Town Hall, I'm sorry. I just don't, not, I'm not even a big fan of the, fan of the Hill. And, uh, yeah, I just heard it last night, and I'm like, I was doing the copy for tonight's show. I don't know. She went back in. She went back, like you said, through another door. She had people guarding her, and she went back into the school. But they're not reporting it. It's like they won, right? The mob won. That's she how, just ran away. That's their story. <laughs> they're too, they were too stupid to cover both entrances. <laughs> There's multiple entrances to a school, right? That's why you say it's a vulnerable, it gun-free zone. Yeah, it's extremely vulnerable. <laughs> And it, all gun-free zones are extremely, it don't matter, it doesn't matter what kind of windows you have, doors you have. If you're a gun-free zone, then someone with a gun can walk in there and kill a lot of people, and you can't do anything about it. Unless you're close enough and brave enough to go out without a gun, because, you know, they like to keep us disarmed. But you know what all the Californian kooks are doing, right? No. They're running away screaming and and hiding under a desk somewhere. That's their answer to someone with a gun. They don't have a gun. They don't carry knives, these people. They're nuts. I understand people have really got to the point where carrying any kind of weapon feels weird to them. You do realize there's a lot of danger out there, and you should really be able to defend yourself against all comers. Because as the police are telling you in all these failed places... It is not the case just in these failed places. How long will it take your sheriff's department to get a deputy to your door? How long, even if you live in the city, will it take for a cop car to show up at your door? If they're doing every everything's perfect, they're not overworked and all of that, they can maybe get there in five to seven minutes in New York City. That's considered a really good response time. Okay, so listen to what happened. So what are you going to do while you're waiting for the cops to come? Cry? House Republicrats had watched footage earlier this week of McClintock's raucous town hall in Northern California where the girls are warmer and his police-assisted exit, a warning of what might come. That used to be where the girls are warmer and all that stuff. Now California's where the kooks are crazy and, and... And the rest of them are brown. And the women are even crazier. And illegal. Uh, 
a warning of what might come. With Congress scheduled for a week-long recess and a raft of additional town halls starting February 18th, the warning may have been warranted. There's no warning. Who gives a crap? You can come. I'll go up there. You can come and yell and heckle at me all you want. Have at it. Because I got bad news for you. I give as good as I take. I've been to plenty of those comedy shows. I know how to handle hecklers. Especially doofus eye hecklers. Left-wing lunatics have no business existing. You heard that correctly. Uh, <clears throat> on Thursday, participants were spurred to show up by a variety of forces, large-scale publicity campaigns by major opposition groups, such as Planned Parenthood, smaller grassroots efforts, or their own deep objections to Trump's presidency so far. Some were Democrats, some were Independents, and some were Republicans. But most were liberal activists who had opposed Trump all along and were simply looking for new outlets to object him. Yeah, you never Trump or conservatives go there, too. Uh, you should never say never about anything. It's a good rule. Well, that's why I was confused. Like, is this... Is, never Trump. I hate bad news for you. Trump, Trump won. So now it's always Trump. You're stuck. You get it? Your hashtag is stupid. Keep using it, though. It, it makes you seem so intelligent. Really, stop using that headset. He's elected. It's over. Stop it. You want to deal with any policies? You want to debate policies with people? Go ahead. But the, the, that never Trump crap, that's pretty much, well, why Why should I talk to you? You're an idiot. You, you've just put yourself in a box. Never Trump. You lost. Too bad. And if you're trying to say you'll never will support the president of the United States, no matter how good a job he does, doesn't that also make you an idiot? I don't. I don't really consider people like this conservative. It makes no sense. This is wackadoo thinking from the left, not the right. But you know, keep keep throwing the never Trump out there. Go ahead. What was less clear? was uh, where it would all go. If nothing else, the size and tone of the crowds fed Republicans' worries and Democrats' view that the GOP agenda and the president's tone and missteps have... He hasn't made any missteps. Have activated voters who may have sat out previous elections. Judy Entrater. What kind of name is that? Entrater. <laughs> 63, a data collector from Utah who voted against Trump said she attended Chaffetz's town hall because the president is stirring up a, stirring up a side of this country that's being let loose, and I'm scared. One way to register opposition, she said, is to refuse to say Trump's name. Well, no matter what you do, he's still your president. Suck it up. I had to hey, suck up Obama. Eight years. I had to suck up Obama. It's your turn now. I don't want you. I don't care about your crazy whining and your emotional breakdowns. You're way too fragile out there, like a bunch of porcelain little dolls. Man up, cowboy up, something. Grow a pair. Well, this is why I was confused. 
So what you're saying is like an organization like MoveOn.org would tell all these crazy people. They have, get, quite, they have quite a list of people. I'm on their mailing list, so I know everything they're doing. Right. So what they would do is they're telling all these crazy people to go to these town halls and oh, yeah. make trouble. Oh, yeah. They've got, they've got marching plans. They've, they have gotten that popular that they can have marching plans for progs now. The Cossacks. And these Republicans are saying a progs as well. Right. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Chaffetz? I don't consider him conservative. But I'm saying the people that are going to these rallies that are telling everyone, I'm a Republican. I don't like the GOP. First of all, the no, GOP. They're not saying they're Republicans. They know who they are. What are you going to do? It's an open town hall. Any, any First come, first serve. Where it gets in the door. That's Okay, that's why I was being confused. <laughs> well, the confusion is uh, conservatives probably pretty happy right now. Not, probably not going to turn out and go to a town hall. If it, you know, everything's going pretty good right now. I mean, the president's only been elected not even two weeks yet. So it's kind of hard to have an opinion about everything. But you know the idiots, uh, that includes the ones that call themselves Republicans that are progs, they're the ones that show up at these town halls because they're instantly unhappy even though he had done nothing yet. Except a temporary ban on from dangerous Muslim nations. That's it. Not even all Muslims, which I would have done in a heartbeat. Uh, just these certain nations. Ones that Obama himself had named. Yep. But there's no talking to the crazy lunatics that are progs. Whether they be whether they call themselves Republicans, conservatives, or Democrats, and uh, liberals or progressives. They are. All the ones you call rhino out there, they're not rhinos. They are progressives. Call call them what they are. They're just the right wing of the progressive movement. They're all marching in the same direction, away from the Constitution and towards serfdom. Some attendees admitted, yes, some admitted, that doesn't mean uh, that's the only one. We're going to get there now. Some attendees admitted they lived outside the districts in which they attended town halls. This would be the same outside people that voted in other people's districts when they don't aren't even in the state. This the, the left has no problems doing whatever it takes to win, and they don't. They they're proud of themselves for it instead of being ashamed. I, we how could you be? How could you act in such a, an unethical? In an unlawful way and be proud of it. And moral. Oh, because you think you you have the moral high ground? I got bad news, so you're wrong. All the things you want will destroy the country and make sure none of it is what the people end up with. You've ever seen a socialist country get what these people say they're going to give you? Honey, we just talked about Venezuela last last show. Well, the whole South America, <laughs> whole south of the border is a piece of crap yeah. socialist they're, Nightmare. They're slaughtering. Want to see dogs. socialism? Just look at it. There it is. There's Mexico, Central America, and all of South America, right? Now, none of it can work there, but it can work here, right? Or the reason it doesn't work here is because it's not that here, right? No, redistribution of wealth always ends the same way. Everybody poor. Is it? Because nobody's making money anymore. Nobody's building anything anymore. Nobody's making anything anymore. You just take everyone's money away. People don't do things. That's what happens. And then before you know it, you're just a bunch of poor people. Well, you know why I said that this was an up? Because, Russia, China. Because it's showing this election 
And this presidency is showing the amount of crazy people we have in this country. Completely off the Millions of crazy, because they've been brainwashed by the indoctrination centers. They get them at preschool. They get them before they even go to kindergarten under their knuckles. Yeah, we're talking three generations back. It doesn't matter. And it gets worse every every year. Every generation, for sure. Yes. Uh these young kids with parents that have that are clueless and don't know anything anyway uh, trust the schools to teach them everything. And so the school does. And the parents have no control over the children. Well, and these are older people as well. They're not just young kids. Well, there's older people. The old people is old people left over from the 60s. So what? The 60s hippie movement was was started by the Communist Party of the United States of America. All this crap being stirred up right now with all these Black Lives Matter. Blah, 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 blah. Yep, it's same. It's the Communist Party USA that's doing the organizing and George Soros who's providing the capital. In many cases, these protesters are paid. They're professional protesters and agitators. And and ones they send out to cause violence, and 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 try and act like they're in the support Trump group, and then they start all kinds of violence, and you don't find out the later that they were commies. But everyone's like, see the violence on the Trump side, just because someone says he's uh, he's voting for Trump, don't mean he is, right? Come on. Hell, there was a lot of people that said that lefties lie all the time. There was a lot of people that voted for Trump that wouldn't tell anybody they were going to vote for Trump for the same reason because they were afraid of these nut, nut jobs. Well, some people don't tell people how they vote because it's done. Their we business. have we have the <laughs> right. Worse, we vote anonymously, so that there are no repercussions. So you don't have to tell anybody what you did, what you voted for, did vote for. Just say, "Well, I'm sorry, that's my business." If you feel that way. Me, we didn't. Me, I go, Don- <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> we even have Trump hats. He's my man, Donald Trump. Yeah, my buddy from uh, Arizona. Paul Stanton. He sent us uh, two hats, two Make America Great Again hats. Yes, he did. Okay. Okay, with that, might as well. Break? Yep. Right in the middle of a paragraph? Yep. No, you have to start it. You have to start at the beginning again because you you really got into it, and and it's this is important. So, all right. Well, we're gonna go to commercial breaks here. Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. Hi, this is Jeff Carlisi from the band 38 Special. The mainstream media has failed the American people once again. Internet radio networks like Red State Talk Radio will not fail you. Tune in 24 hours a day, studios A and B. Great conservative programming around the clock. Red State Talk Radio, the dominant force in Internet conservative talk radio. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. 
For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the Term Lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. Sample rate cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. Opening a Registered Nurse's Eyes, A Life-Altering Journey Across North America by Susan Francis Bonner is available in ebook form for Kindle owners at Amazon.com for $7.99. It is also available at CircleBPublications.com in EPUB format, which should cover most of you for $7.99. This true story chronicles the changes Susan witnessed in nursing, the medical field, and in our nation during the years 1998 to 2002. It is written to expose what goes on behind the scenes concerning health care in this country, the common problems our nation faces, and what it is like to live across North America as a travel nurse. It is not politically correct or for the faint of heart. She hopes to inspire her fellow Americans to stand up for what is right and persevere no matter what the difficulties they encounter on the great journey that is called life. Again, the novel is Opening a Registered Nurse's Eyes, a life-altering journey across North America by Susan Francis Bonner, available in ebook format at Amazon.com and CircleBPublications.com. Attention users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194-800-917-2194-800-917-2194. That's 800-917-2194. 
back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. Hour half of one. What? You have got to fix that light. It's, see? I know. It's up in there. I know. Chinese crap. He's, he's the fix-it man around here. He fixes everything. <laughs> I mean, I'm grateful, but I just hate that everything breaks, that you have to fix it. Well, some things I, some things I don't fix. It's occasionally I get stoked. So, now, we're going back to these are... Now, these are crazy people going to these town yeah, halls. Yeah, absolutely okay. wackadoos. Okay. Because, I, like I said, I was confused. They kept saying Republican. For you young and, people out there that don't know what wackadoo is, it, it's pretty self-explanatory. It used to be a popular saying. It's a nice way of saying crazy. Insane. Should be committed. So, back to some attendees admitted they lived outside the district in which they attended town halls. But their intensity demonstrated just how rapidly some effective organizing tactics, such as those in the Invisible Guide, prepared by former Hill staffers, had spread to Red America. Oh, here we go. The Hill. This is the Hill. No, 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 no. They're talking about the old Obama leftovers that have left. They're doing. They're moving. Oh, they're, okay. Yeah, they're organizing with the move on and the crazy nuts, and they're putting out. You know what do you call so, those? So they're those already, manifestos. They're already. They're already organized. They're not organizing squat. It's already been done. So the for, by the former staffers, blah blah blah. But what had been said? What? It's a stayed. Stayed or friendly events. What had been stayed or friendly events? I, what does that mean? I can't even figure out what word they were going for there. Became scenes of shouting and emotional pleading, all shared online and on local TV news. Oh, please, give me wrong, take my free stuff away. I think what we've seen in the last few weeks is that it was sustainable from January to February, said Representative Ben Ray Lujan, Democrat, New Mexico, chairman of the Democratic Congressional Campaign. They're not called the Democratic Party. They are the Democrat Party, and we call them the Democrat Party, but they're never the Democratic Party. That's a bald-faced lie. That is not their name. Look it up. And they're not about democracy. Unless it unless it achieves what they want, which is totalitarianism. So, the question is, what does March look like? What does April look like? How do we get through the summer when it's easier to stand outside in some other parts of the country that are cold today? And you continue to see this grow. At Black's event in Murfreesboro... Members of college Republicans at Middle Tennessee State University struggled to find Make America Great Again hats to fill the audience at a town hall on health care and tax reform. Organizers searched through a sea of at least 200 people, many carrying Planned Parenthood signs, to find friendly faces to help fill the 80 or so seats at the Ask Your Reps event featuring black the House Budget Committee Chairman, visited Chairwoman, and three other local officials. Activists booed and chanted as the group, flanked by armed campus security, 
handpicked people to help fill the room in hopes of keeping the conversation civil. Inside the room, audience members rose to ask Black for specific proposals to replace ACA programs that have become a health lifeline for many residents in this mostly rural slice of central Tennessee. Black carefully insisted that the House Speaker, Paul D. Ryan, Republican, Prague, Wisconsin, has a plan, but that wasn't enough to soothe the crowd. We don't want Ryan's plan. Black demurred on at least one question as the moderator pleaded for respect. The tense, tightly controlled scene inside the small lecture room was a sharp contrast to the frustrated energy just outside the doors. Chance of this is what democracy looks like. We're not, we're a republic, fools. And let us in, erupted after security officers blocked the majority of hopeful attendees from entering the room, citing fire marshal rules. The peaceful protesters huddled around computers and phones to watch the event streaming live on Facebook, occasionally groaning and renewing their chants. Oh, the torture. Grecia Magdaleno, 22, clad in bright pink Planned Parenthood scarf and pink hat, was crestfallen about being barred from the event. She said she showed up to tell Black about her personal experience of having a potentially life-saving cancer screening at a local Planned Parenthood. You're a liar. You are a complete and utter liar. You're a paid, you're a paid protester. They have no cancer screening in Planned Parenthood. Bull crap. They don't do pap smears. Let's be, let's be frank. Are they, oh, mammograms? I, I heard some, some places might have mammograms. I don't know, but none of the places I researched had mammograms. They, they would uh, refer you to a gynecologist, but they didn't have a mammogram. Actually, the people, the organization that's going against Planned Parenthood, which, by the way, if you do live under a rock, they're winning in, they won in uh, the courts. They did not win anything. Planned Parenthood went after them and they, they said... That did not win anything. Every court case is a battle, not a war. They well, haven't won Okay, they won anything. a couple of battles. But this one of the women... Oh, you, you mean you could find judges to sympathize with... The Supreme Court creating law to protect the murder of an innocent life in the womb. No, 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 no. The people that did all the underground videos, they were they were the ones that were arrested, and they were potentially going to go to jail, and the court said no, that they're allowed to do that. They're allowed Citizen to... journalism. Right. Is, uh, uh, first of all, all power comes from we the citizens, not the other way around. Every power they get, they get from us that they haven't stolen. They've stolen all of it. All the power they have that they're not supposed to have, which is all of it pretty much, they stole. We didn't amend the Constitution to give it to them, so they stole it. Now, what are you going to do about it? That's the only question. And my answer is the same as the Founding Fathers. The only answer is education. No, not a convention of the states. It's, it may be odd that you didn't know this, but the founders, when they said things get bad, this is a lot worse than they, they were talking about. The only way to fix it is to educate the people. Why? Because the people are the ones, the citizens are the ones who have to enforce the Constitution on the government. 
And the citizens have to fill the state legislatures with people that know, oh, no, we tell you what's constitutional, not the other way around. These are the things that have to happen. This is called education. This is not going to happen in a convention of states where there's not going to be one person there. I guarantee it's going to be worth squat when it comes to the Constitution. Well, and I I know that sounds harsh, but I have talked to way too many people that call themselves experts that just don't understand the Constitution at all. They studied the Federalist Papers and court cases. Yeah, no. Both, both, Both of which, and I don't care what Thomas Jefferson said before Madison's notes of the convention was released to the public. Uh, no. The only way to know the Constitution is to read the four months of debates. So you know exactly. You can see what people wanted, why people didn't want it, why people did want it, why they decided to go with it, and was it unanimous. You, you, get to, you get to really understand the process, what went on in the Constitution, how hard it was. Everybody had to compromise. Everybody. It was a very long and difficult process, but they got it done. And they yelled. And I. And by the way, <laughs> if you think you're impressing people by saying, oh, nothing good gets done behind closed doors, well, then you don't understand the Constitution. The Constitution is not only not, it not only is it good, it's great. We don't live under it. Understand that. Well, what I would This is why no one comes at me anymore. No one calls me anymore. No, nobody, nobody writes me any tweets or nothing. They just stay away from me because I know my history. I know my facts, and you don't. Well, what I was saying about this is there was a woman that was part of the organization, and I, I don't know the name of it now, but that did the baby part videos, uh, baby body part videos. And she did her own uh, research, like you said, but she actually taped it. She called multiple Planned Parenthood. She also they videotaped them when <laughs> they go to meetings and stuff. They, they're them. really good. They've been exposed, completely exposed. Everything's out there. Nobody will look at it. And nobody will even watch the videos because they're just, they're hate videos. So they, they get people not to even look at them. They just label it hate video and then all the lefty loony takes, they, the little the little Kool-Aid drinkers, the little lemmings go following along. Oh, yeah, yeah that's, I'm not listening to that. But, but they'll make a thousand <laughs> comments on the YouTube video, even though they never watched it. You are correct, though, because she called a bunch of them. And what they would do is they would either say flat out they don't provide that service or give them a place to call for a referral. Right. Not one pan Harrenhood did she call offered mammograms Look, or any of All that. they're interested in doing is killing babies. That's it. That was why they were founded. Look up Margaret Sanger. She said it openly, publicly, to anybody that would listen or read her crap. She wanted to kill off the brown people, the the sick people, the disabled, the old people. She wanted to kill all of them, euthanize them, because that would make for a better society. Well, and the <laughs> where they could where they wouldn't have to they wouldn't have to take care of all these people. Which is amazing because it was Cloud and Pivot that got all these people on welfare to begin with. Uh, well, and the, what happened with the, during the suffrage time was where was Margaret That's Sanger was. That's way far back. Yeah, well, Margaret Samer, Sanger yeah, she was part then. of that. Yeah. Right. And the suffrage movement, those wackadoo women, they distanced themselves the from her. The feminazis? They, they distanced themselves from her because they... They, they weren't that crazy. They weren't that crazy and they were afraid by her rhetoric that they wouldn't get their agenda through. Well, they wouldn't have. It was too much. That's right. That would be the end of the women's book. Yes. Which so, is which is something I question to this day. Women, I'm sorry. Some of you must understand no, what I'm saying about Yes, I, I do. think you had a lot more power yes, when, when you manipulated 
yes, men we did. to do the right thing. Yes, we did. Uh, now, who listens to you? I know. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Finish. It's like, all right, just shut up and but, go vote. I but don't you, care. But you said this would happen, that this was going to be a time, a turbulent time, if he was elected president. If we started to go back to the Constitution, no matter how we got there, it's going to be a turbulent time. These crazy people are going to start a revolution. Not us. They are. Hello? It's going to be hard to say who starts it. Yeah, but by We're what they're see. doing? No, you have to wait and see. We'll know who starts it when it, get, when it starts. Until then, we won't know. Now, she's put, they're pushing it. Uh, I'm telling you right now. The people that voted Trump in, everybody that gets in the way, we're coming for you. We're not putting up with it. We want him to get his agenda through. And if you're stopping him, you're the enemy. You can go ahead and scream and cry all you want. You don't understand. You think you're the majority because of a stupid election that was rigged. Again, if 8% of the of the election was stolen for Hillary Clinton, how much was her actual total popular vote? Not that it means anything, because it doesn't. The popular vote is irrelevant. But it's relevant to you losers. So... 2%, 2.5%, that's it. That's what she won the popular vote by. She stole 8%. So what, let's do some math, Common Core people. What What is the actual numbers? Susan? I have no idea. Because every time they recounted, Trump got more people. If it's 2%, if she won by 2%, and she stole 8%, how many percent did she lose by? A lot. Five percent. No, six percent. If it's eight and two, it's six percent. Eight and three and three. So. No, two. You said two. Two? Did two. I? Yes, you did. It's six. Why did you say two? I don't know, but you did. I did? You did. Oh, whichever. <laughs> she lost. <laughs> Apples and oranges. Two percent. Snobs. <laughs> It's six percent. Two percent for eighty-six. Yes, right. I had to because I had two point five in my head, and I kind of rounded up to three because it was either two, two point five percent. I don't know, but even if it was three, again, still lost by five. So lost by five percent, lost by six percent, but she lost. And if y'all don't know that the Democrats steal elections, then you're a useful idiot. Like many of them, I run to. There's no election fraud. There was election fraud when I started blogging in 2000. No, wait, 2000 and... When did I start? We were here. 2007. 2007. Uh, I was already discovering voter fraud. I knew voter fraud before then. They were called hanging chads and that whole thing down in Florida. That's what got me really going. Uh, No, there's been election fraud and election tampering in every election that I know of since that date. Every national election, every single one of them, and I said, when you go to those machines, they're going to up the, they're going to up their corruption because they can. Sure enough, machines in Texas and in Pennsylvania were reported as putting forth the opposite of, of what the person voted for. And when I say that, they were all Trump people, and all the Trump votes got changed to Hillary votes. Wasn't that convenient? Oh, it was no big deal. They all poo-pooed it. 
you are you going to poo poo it? You you think this is okay? It's ha- it happened in other places too. I just can only recount the ones I read, but I remember there were other places that had similar problems. But I know a place in Texas and Pennsylvania, they actually it actually got into the news somehow. So understand they are going to do everything they can. The ends justify the means with these people. They don't care if they have to kill somebody. I'm telling you the crazy ones. This that's what I'm worried about. The crazy lunatics that are going to try and kill Trump. See, he's white. Heterosexual male. He's not protected at all. Obama. Obama was a half-white, half-black, Muslim, non-citizen idiot. Who bought into every stupid idea that anybody ever taught anybody. These are idiotic. Anybody with half a brain would realize this is nonsensical propaganda being put out by my teacher. And I, I, God forbid I was in school. You have no idea how bad I was in K through 12 as it was. Uh, me too. I kept, I keep telling everyone the, the nuns used to make me stand up and they would hit me in the knuckles with a ruler. It actually happened to me quite frequently. Yeah, but unlike you, I'm the one that'll stand up for what's right, regardless if I get punished or not. Who? How, and who I did that there? often, <laughs> often, even in military school. I stepped in for people in my in my platoon and protected them, and took the heat because I'm I was responsible. I'm their supervisor, but um, it's amazing how people do just. Just dumb things that you know you're not supposed to do, and if you do it, you're going to get in trouble, and they do it anyway. But it was easy for me to take the punishment because I, I was used to exercising, so okay. How many push-ups this time? <laughs> uh, it's it's amazing. I wasn't as popular in my platoon as you think I would be, considering the amount of crap I got for those people. So where are we with this Planned Parenthood? Oh, here we go. This liar, this paid liar. They literally saved my life, said Magdaleno, who later went on to organize volunteers for Planned Parenthood groups in the region. She's an organizer. She's a community organizer. She's a protest organizer. She's paid. And by the way, every time people make that claim, go show me the paperwork. What do you mean? Why should I take your word for it? Show me the paperwork. Tell me which Planned Parenthood you went to that gave you this screening. Which screening did you get, Pasmere or Mammogram? Let me know. Uh, let's follow this up. Let's find out if you're telling the truth. That's what they'll blow ballistic. I don't have to prove anything to you. Ah! <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> Every left-wing lunatic when I'm done talking to them. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Help us. Everything is out of control. And I felt like I need to be in the mix, said Dania McLean, a writer from Rutherford County. A a writer? What do you write? (laughs) Everybody, so many people claim to be writers. They're not writers. You're not a writer unless you get paid to write. McLean said she was not politically active before, but has shifted her schedule around several times the month since the election to make sure she could attend political events. 
And she's not telling you she's lying. She's getting paid to go to those events, and she can easily change her work schedule because she probably makes more going to these things than she does doing her job, which is probably minimum wage somewhere. She's a writer. She's a writer. For whom? They just said. If you're a freelance writer, you might not make any money. Bloggers are writers. They don't make money, most of them. I'm sorry. If you're going to say, I'm a writer, you're... You're saying you're a professional. That's your profession. How much money do you make off your writing? It's a simple question. Nobody has. And she might be a writer. I don't know. Because there's a lot of left-wing loom places that let anybody write for them. Because, really, they don't have much choice. Okay, no, but no, no. idiots no. and lunatics okay, okay. and morons. This is really important. This, and this, crazies this and nut jobs and whack jobs. And I'm going to keep going with these labels because... I can't stand these people. I've had enough of these people. I'm fed up with these people. They're too stupid to breathe. Chaffetz, who typically draws 60 to 80 people at his town, Utah town hall meetings, arranged to hold Thursday's event at a high school auditorium in Salt Lake City suburbs to accommodate the hundreds of people who turned out, many of which not from there. That's why so many turned out. Like five people from the area showed up and 95 people from everywhere else showed up that are just there to be political hacks. I'm just blowing up Steve. Uh, many of them learned of his appearance through a social media campaign organized by face group known as Utah Indivisible. Seriously? All of Utah is divided. You've got the Mormons and everybody else. Go to Utah, you'll learn. Which uh, describes itself as the resistance to the Trump agenda. No resistance to Obama just killing us, though, right? They're too stupid to know what Obama was doing was destroying the country. These morons think he was helping the country. I'm sorry. If your IQ is this low, I, I, I just can't bother with you. That's a, Most of the left, uh, some of the... It's not a matter of intelligent quotient either, how high your intellect is. It has to do with how much you've been brainwashed and how much you allowed it to happen. Strong minds don't allow that. Strong, intelligent minds check up on people teaching them crap to make sure they're teaching them the right crap, right? But the idiots, the lemmings, they just go with the flow, right? Right. That's why the majority of students go with the flow because the majority of them are lemmings. They're brought up by parents that were lemmings, and they are lemmings. So they don't understand they're supposed to question. Critical thinking isn't taught anymore. And parents, many of them, don't know how to critical think themselves. I grew up in the 80s and 70s where the schools were brainwashing them then. Anybody that doesn't understand the truth about U.S. history has been hornswoggled by the left in the public education system and if you can't figure that out for yourself, it might mean you little you need to listen to the show more because I'll constantly explain to you why you've been bamboozled. I, how many names can I use for the same thing? My th- thesaurus brain is on high alert. It really is. <laughs> I've had extra coffee today. Uh, anyway. Several police officers stood near the stage. Heartbreak. It's the Uncooperative Radio Show. Stay tuned, cause we'll be right back.
assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. Uh, what should we do about evil? Uh, that's, that's a good question. Uh... exist, we see it all the time. In the streets, Darfur, but not in Iraq at any time. We need to be humble and not have a spine. Defeated. Defeated. Let me just say... Uh, Defeated. 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 There's no other way. Coming soon, John McCain and Lindsey Graham star in the tender sequel to Brokeback Mountain, Return to Saddlesore Canyon. You know, Lindsay, you spend a few days out on the campaign trail, away from all the other Republicans, with nothing but your horse, the press, and a few thousand sheep to lead. Well, it makes a man think different, feel different. You know what I mean? You want another back rub? Sure. Then we'll make s'mores. <laughs> I hear all this, you know, well, this is class warfare, this is whatever. No. There is nobody in this country who got rich on his own. Nobody. You built a factory out there, good for you. But I want to be clear, you moved your goods to market on the roads the rest of us paid for. You hired workers the rest of us paid to educate. You uh, were safe in your factory because of police forces and fire forces that the rest of us paid for. You didn't have to worry that marauding bands would come and seize everything at your factory and hire someone to protect against this because of the work the rest of us did. Now look, you built a factory and it turned into something terrific or a great idea. God bless, keep a big hunk of it. But part of the underlying social contract is you take a hunk of that and pay forward for the next kid who comes along. Dr. King was a real man. You know he was a Republican. Dr. King, a Republican? Democrats passed those black codes and Jim Crow laws. Democrats started the Ku Klux Klan. White hoods and sheets? Democrats fought all civil rights legislation from the 1860s to the 1960s. Democrats released those vicious dogs and fire hoses on blast. Seriously? And the Dixiecrats remained Democrats and vowed to vote for a yellow dog before a Republican. Republicans freed us from slavery and put our right to vote in the Constitution. What? Republicans started the NAACP, Affirmative Action, and the HBCUs. Sounds like Democrats have been Boozle black. Democrats blocked the minimum wage passed by Republicans, and over $200 billion have been spent on education, health care, and job training since President Bush took office. So Democrats want to keep us poor while voting only Democrat. Democrats want us to accept same-sex marriages, teen abortions without a parent's consent, and suing the Boy Scouts for saying God in their pledge. See, we need to think and vote on our own values. Exactly. Democrats have talked the talk, but the Republicans have walked the walk. Girl, it's time for us to do, do the, the walk. walk. <laughs> you know it, girl. I am officially running for President of the United States. Could he actually win? No freaking way! Which Republican candidate has the best chance of winning the general election? Donald Trump. There's not going to be a President Donald Trump. Trump will not be President. Trump will never be elected President of the United States. You're not going to be President. A man who will never be President of the United States. Donald Trump is not going to be President of the United States. Take it to the bank. He 
will never be president. Donald Trump is not going to become president of the United States. She said plus 19. Do you think the tapes made a difference? Of course! They made all the difference! This race is over. Hillary Clinton has raised more than double Donald Trump, vastly outspending him. The presidency at about 89% for Hillary Clinton. Uh, your analytical model has uh, never been wrong. Now projects Hillary Clinton to win presidential election. 100% chance. You still think she has a 100% chance of winning the election? Mm. I do. And what would Donald Trump have to do to turn things around? Prayer and hope for a Festivus miracle. <laughs> this is CNN's coverage of election night in America, the fight for the presidency. Because we don't care. Oh, okay, have Kentucky. Who cares? Kentucky. Don't no, care about Indiana. Don't care. Indiana with it's West Virginia, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Mississippi, South Carolina, Alabama, Kansas, Nebraska, and Wyoming with its vote North Dakota and South Dakota, Texas, uh, up and down the middle of the country, all red. Arkansas, Louisiana, the state of Montana, Missouri. Yes, it was at eighty percent an hour ago for Clinton. What is it now? Sixty-eight percent. Okay, uh, God damn it, I'm nervous. Ohio. to the Uncooperative Radio Show, Hour 3-2, two. <laughs> not 3-2, two. Two. 2. Never two. Trump, never Trump, never, never, never. Always Trump, always Trump, always Trump, always, always, always. Suck it up, bitches. I only say that in response, <laughs> I don't do always either, that's just about as stupid as never. Right. <laughs> Look, Trump's the president, I want her to be president. I want him to do what he said he was going to do. Now I'm going to support him in doing the things he says he was going to do. Yep. And then when he does stupid things, I'll bring it up. So far. But you people bring up <laughs> such superficial nonsense and things that aren't even fact-checked by by you doing the fact-checking. Not going to Snoops, which, by the way, is a left-wing organization. Like most of the like Media Matters, for instance. Again, Media Watchdog. no. Media pump up dog. They, they they promote the lamestream media and they try and crush any conservative thought. You know, it's amazing. We did the story about the New York Times is going to do a special task force. You have any idea out there, folks, how much the Obama administration and him have violated the Constitution and outright no, they laws? Most of them don't. Our regular listeners by now they do. Certainly, everybody that's gone to my educational project, the PatriotsPub.us, PatriotsPub.us, and listened from episode one all the way through, you were the, you know, everything about the Constitution. You know why everything in the Constitution is in the Constitution. You know what everything means in the Constitution. Do you understand the founding of this nation in U.S. history? For those of you who have not done that yet, please do. Now you can go to PatriotsPub.us over on TalkShoot, or if you want one-stop shopping, UncooperativeRadio.com, where we have the Uncooperative Radio Show, the Women of the Revolution, and the Patriots Pub. All in one, all in one place, so what are you waiting for? Get over there. Don't forget to like shows, don't forget to rate shows, don't forget to comment on shows. Promote, please, help us promote the show. I'm really bad at this, uh... I'm trying to get better at asking people to do this. 
Because it's important. It's now suddenly all important on the internet. So yeah, please uh, do what you can to promote the show. Back to Utah. Several police officers stood near the stage while Chaffetz spoke. His words, often drowned out by booing and shouting from people who filled nearly all of the 1,000 seats in the auditorium. More officers were outside the school controlling the large crowd that did not get in. Sarah Klingenstein, 60, a retired teacher, drove an hour from Park City for the meeting. So she's, so she, it's not her town hall. Which she said was her first town hall. A registered independent. You're not. She said she is accustomed to feeling like a minority in a state that is conservative. How, how, I'm sorry, how, nobody cares about independence. <laughs> uh, I, I don't quite get her angst. But she said she now feels great joining this groundswell. In the past, I would have felt like a lone voice. There's a point to showing up and there wasn't in the past. You never know until you show up. Now do you, ma'am? That that right there is telling of your progress. You can't think straight. The smattering of Republicans who attended, including Chris Hunter, 53, a data analyst, who said she is pleased so far with Trump's performance, even if she doesn't always approve of his style. At this point, she said, I'm willing to give him the benefit of the doubt, just like I gave Obaminus. Trump, no, she didn't say it. Trump came in like a bulldozer, and I think he has done, I think he has done anything wrong. I don't think he has done anything wrong is what they were supposed to say. Chris Pinkston, 44, Trump supporter, said he went to the meeting because he wanted to hear the opposition. I want to understand their point of view, he said. It reminds me of the Tea Party with Obaminus. Everyone was screaming and not listening to each other. You don't have to listen to people violating the Constitution. Think about it. No matter what we say, the other side will always hate us. The people in the center cannot be heard. Because you're too stupid to pick sides. There's no in the middle. There's no in between. There is evil and there is good. Black and white. There's no gray. Either you are for liberty or you're against it. That's how I pose my questions. You only have two options. You're for it or you're against it. Being, you're against, then you're not for liberty. You're not for anything, but still, that makes you a doofus. He said that most of the people at the meeting seem unwilling to give Trump a chance. I wanted to be held accountable, but let's give him a little time, he said. I think he's doing great. His decisions, whether they're right or wrong, are decisions, and they're difficult. At least he's making them. Chaffin said... He typically mingles with his town hall audiences after the session are over. Sessions are over. But on Thursday, he exited the stage and was driven away, leaving behind a crowd outside the high school chanting, Chaffetz is a coward! Remembering how voter anger 
and heated town halls helped the Democrat control of Congress in 2010, Republicans have begun taking security precautions. Some have avoided in-person town halls, holding forums on Facebook or by telephone instead. Many were briefed on security recommendations for public events, and their district offices at a closed-door meeting led by Representative Dave Reichardt, Republican Washington, a former county sheriff. The presentation, according to the person present, included advice on coordinating with local police to ensure town hall meetings and devising an escape route in case of threats of violence. In a floor speech, McClintock compared the anger he saw to the aftermath of the 1860 election, which escalated into the Civil War. Well, all I can say is education. Get educated. Because the overwhelming majority of Americans are uneducated. Miseducated. Not educated. Here's an idea. Start reading books on your own. Sorry, I, I, I just can't stand lazy intellectuals. Either read up, study up on things, or keep your mouth shut. Telling us how this country should go. How about you first study the history of socialism, communism, left-wing liberal progressive social commie fascist bastardism? How about you look that up and educate yourself in what it's done throughout the history of the world to people? Instead of saying, oh, it's, this is, you don't care. You don't care about people. I do care about people. The best thing to do to poor people is what Franklin said. He came back from traveling the world, said he'd seen governments that tried to help the poor with their poverty, and he'd seen governments that didn't. And the ones that didn't, the poor crawled their way out of poverty. The ones they did, they wallowed in it. We have people wallowing in it. Millions upon tens, hundreds of millions of people wallowing in poverty because of welfare and because of a government and an ideology that suppresses people and makes people poor. No, it's not capitalism because, first of all, that's a derogatory word. It's free markets. And second of all, we don't have any. Oh, the internet, really? That Didn't you notice sales tax? Oh, not so much anymore, right? Okay. <clears throat> Moving along to a down. Wasn't that a down? From World Net Daily. Are you ready to rumble? That's the question. The Knights of Socialism at the University of Central Florida used to advertise their new leftist fight club, which is open to the entire campus, except Republicans. You wonder why? Because Republicans kicked their ass. Knights for Socialism, uh, unlike the Knights for Columbus, of course, has decided to host a series of self-defense clinics for anyone who wants to learn how to bash the fash. That's a quote. The group proclaimed on its Facebook page, except you are the fash. Left wing is fascist, you moron. Right wing is liberty. Oops. No, you don't. I know that you've been controlling the rhetoric for so long. I'll tell you the reality. The left are fascists. The right are for liberty. Not the prog, not the right-wing progs, the real conservatives. They're for liberty. They're not, they're not for fascism. What is fascism? 
I don't know, a whole group of people expecting the government to take money out of other people's pockets without their permission and give it to somebody else who is not deserving just because they want to? Sounds like fascism to me. The group said it would have gloves and pads, but no bare knuckle yet. Followed by a winking emoticon. Again, but you're fighting amongst yourselves. It's like, oh, look, I could beat up this guy. Yeah, but he's a little wimpy prog. Progs are all a bunch of wussies. I'd love to see, I, I'd gladly get in a ring with any progressive. Any one of them. They don't have one punch and they'll be crying. You remember them from high school. They were the ones that couldn't stand up to the bullies and the jogs. The campus group claimed the combat lessons conducted by an amateur box. You're studying boxing in the world of MLM. You're in, in the MMM thing. You're doing boxing. Conservatives are taking Krog Maga. Look that up. No Marcus the Queensberry rules. Biting your nose off completely allowed. But you study boxing and were necessary because of a record number of hate crimes against Latinos, immigrants, Muslims, women, the LBGTQIA, IA, what they added two more. Why don't you just stop and call, say, call yourself freaks and it's covered. Jews, African, Jews are, aren't on your side. African-Americans, uh, yeah, the self-loathing Jews are. African-Americans, there are no African-Americans. And other minorities since the rise of Donald Trump and other alt-right neo-Nazis. None of these groups have been attacked since Donald Trump was elected. Not one of them. Not by anybody that follows Trump or is a conservative. I'm sorry, no. Alt-right neo-Nazis, I don't understand the whole right thing. Uh, Neo-Nazis have always been here, and I will say for the last time, they're left-wing. They are not right-wing. We have allowed the Democrats to convince everybody that that's the right-wing. It's not. It's the left-wing. Have a conversation with them. They're not for liberty. They're not for inclusion. They're not for acceptance. Uh, They're not for letting people live their lives as long as they don't bother you. They're not for any of that. That's not the right wing. That's the left wing. I don't care who calls them right wing. I said they're not. Think. Use your brain. How do they fit into conservatism? They don't. We don't have anything to do with neo-Nazis. Because they're crazy. And left wing lunatics. Doesn't seem like it, but pay close attention to their politics. As World Net Daily reported in November, the supposed rise in hate crimes against Muslims and other minorities appears to be another example of non-existent, quote-unquote, fake news, as many of these hate crimes have been revealed as frauds. Big surprise, the left lies. Woohoo! Ends justify the means. Wee-hee! Yes, they're the, they're the good people, not evil. Ends justify the means. End justifies in the means by definition is evil. 
You don't have to go farther than that. That's their mantra. They're evil. Also belying uh, the claim of self-defense, the event page for Fight Club features a cartoon of Captain America punching Richard Spencer. See, now, there's nothing violent about that, right? This is their answer to someone who has a point that they have made. Instead of trying to debate the point, what do they do? I made a good deal. We're going to pass around on Twitter. Facebook is Captain America punching Robert Spencer in the nose. They're violent, Brian. I'm sorry. The, the only reason, this is why they, they are violent in numbers. They're cowards when they're alone. But suddenly when there's a lot of them, they're empowered to do what they really want to do inside. And that's violence. And they always do. And we're the ones that have all kinds of weapons. You notice we're not going around just yeah. gunning them down. We're not allowed, yeah, well, that's, it's early yet. There's got to be a point where stuff's going to step off. But they're the ones who are doing it. Oh, but they say, but that's, no, it's our fault because we're, we're so evil. And we're so against inclusiveness and social diversity and redistribution of wealth and helping the, the poorest among us. It's like. You know no. we're not. We're for we're for helping people. We're not for government helping people. Thank you. Because government never helps anybody. Oh, you think welfare helps all the people in the ghettos, in the cities, all the people of color that are living in substandard lives compared to the rest of us? That's what government does for people. Yeah, they don't have to do anything, get everything for free. But they have no life worth living. I spent seven years in those ghettos as a medic. They have no, they have nothing to live for. Nothing. Only thing they had to live for is dr- selling drugs so they can have blinging girls. That's it. That's that's how they get ahead in the ghetto. S- be a drug dealer, then you'll get the bling and you'll get the girls. What are you going to tell a young kid when he sees the local drug dealer walking around, drives up in his fancy? expensive vehicle he's got the best clothes he's got white girls hanging all over his arms by the way um that's who they have as a role model to get ahead of the ghetto you have to do that they don't understand it just leave the rest of the world is a lot easier just leave get a job at mcdonald's somewhere in north dakota no one will bother you anymore just saying i'm never gonna get through this uh all right uh so uh (laughs) a leader of the so-called alt-right movement who was sucker punched while giving an interview during the inauguration day riots campus reform reports college administrators are looking into the incident however scott greer author of no campus for white men says it's hardly a fringe occurrence Okay, I'm going to say this. All speakers need to be armed. I don't care if you have security. You need to be armed. Yep. Gun and knife. Yep. Somebody cold clocks you like that, your response, you come up with the knife. I know you don't want to do that as a speaker. I don't know. I think it would make a point. Let's go to court. That Let's you do don't this. you don't get to come up and commit violence without violence being retaliated against you. 
then they'll think twice about doing it again, won't they? Oh, that guy got stabbed in the stomach. He did that. That's right. That's what's waiting for you. And you never know which one of them is going to have the knife. That's the problem. All these people are getting away with this, Brian. Oh, man. I would have ripped this guy apart with my bare hands. I know. <laughs> I know. Security would have had to stop me. Not him. A cold... <laughs> I've been I've been cold clocked before. I've never been knocked out. Yeah, but what happened is the guy cold clocked him and then ran away. Like he said, he was a coward. He just ran away. He hit him and literally ran away. I saw well, the video. It, well, if he did that, there's not much you could do about yeah, it. Yeah, he did. He hit him and ran away. So he's a coward. Right. Anybody can cold can sucker punch somebody. That's that's punching somebody when they don't even know you're there. I mean, you just out of nowhere, you just go and punch them. Now there ain't much defense against that. No, there isn't. Except really learning how to block well he wasn't well you have better side i have reflexes and, That's, I, as been as been tested by my daughter well yeah and you have really she's good a clumsy person you've got really good side vision you, but honey you've been a martial artist forever now stop forever for a long long time all different types. Well, I'm just trying to say, maybe they should get a little training. You know, I, I guarantee well, that's you, what you're, just that's... a week of, of practicing blocking would make all the difference. Well, and that's exactly what they should do, Brian. You said they should arm themselves and they should get... Learn martial arts. That's right. I, because, I recommend Krag Maga. Because these, these people are out there. They're insane. Correct. And they're going to... There's going to be a certain percentage that are going to do stupid stuff like that. You got to be ready for it. You got to be prepared. I think by this happening, this is we'll be able to tell who the conservatives are. <clears throat> conservatives are the ones who arm themselves. Conservatives are the one who learns self defense. The other ones that just cower, they're not the conservatives. So we could just we just put them in their little column over here. Need to be replaced. Now, this is going to be a great paragraph for you. Listen to this. The left now feels violence against the right is both effective and morally justified. I told you, Greer told World Net Daily. They worked themselves into a paranoia that right-wingers are stalking about and ready to attack them, which is total nonsense. Regardless, the bonehead notion gives them the motivation to punch anyone they deem a Nazi out of self-defense. That's not self-defense. That's attack. It's assaulted battery, you dumbass. Yeah. Again, they can't even learn the law of the land. Again, they're too stupid. You, there's, you can't just go and punch somebody out of nowhere Brian, and call it self-defense. They're saying they're defending themselves against all the policies and I everything. I don't care. I don't care what they're thinking. Everything we're stopping no, them from doing. No, that's not self-defense. It's not justifiable. It's against the law. You go to jail. I don't care. He didn't go to jail. They didn't do anything to that person. Well, they should have. I would have prosecuted him to the fullest extent of the law, and you don't know that yet. Because we didn't follow up on this to know what happened here. Well, he ran away. They probably didn't know who it the was. Security, he went back and... The security would have grabbed him before he got to run away. If he got up anywhere near the candidate, it's security all over the place. Rob, no, this, is, this was just a man on the street. This you was... said, we were talking about Republicans, Susan. You can't be a man on the street and be a Republican. This was during the inauguration, and he was doing an interview on the street with a reporter, and the man came up to Spencer. But was he a Republican or a conservative? There's he, a difference. He was a conservative. Oh, not a Republican. 
and the gut, the the maniac punched him in the face and ran and ran away, and they have video of it during the inauguration. He'd have never gotten away with it. Well, he did. <laughs> I'd have, I would have knocked the crowd out of my way to go after him. He he would never. He better run fast, and they better part the way for him because I'm coming. Uh, I get someone hits me, man. It's the worst thing you could do. I don't like hurting people. I don't like fighting, but I have like a Hulk in me. If you hit me and piss me off, you you know how he says in the movie, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry? Oh, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. No, you wouldn't. I will rip <laughs> his limbs off with my bare hands if I had to. Like I said, bite his nose off, take his ear, chew on his juggler vein. All of which will expose me to any number of possible venereal diseases or STDs and stuff. Uh, because they're left-wing stupid idiots. And, uh, yeah, I, so it, it's, that's, it, that's what I mean. I wouldn't be thinking in my right mind at this point. Because I would never bite somebody I didn't know because I was afraid I'd get AIDS or something. But, you know, again, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. Unfortunately, I don't like me when I'm angry. But make no mistake, this is not about self-defense. It's about training to physically assault without real justification. Political enemies in order to further their agenda. And all I got to say to all you conservatives out there, uh, well, I hope to, you know how to, you know self-defense and not just with a firearm, but with every, with with weapons and with your bare hands. Because... These idiots aren't going to come at you one-on-one. No. They're going to gang up on you. Because yep. the only time they feel feel strong. Or they're going to do this. They're going to sucker punch you and run away. Yeah. And again, he better run fast. Because it's only going to take me about a split second to recover from that. And I'm not the guy that would rely on my security. Ask anyone that knows me. I'm more of a man of action than anything else. Uh, hell, I, I've rushed into burning buildings. I've, I've rushed into hailing gunfire for police officers. I've done all kinds of crazy stuff, right? I'm not, I'm not really worried about you left-wing little whiny baby boys that never got over being bullied in high school. Guarantee you, every left-wing liberal was abused by bullies and never stood up to them. Want to make that bet with me? Yeah, but now they're... 90% getting... guaranteed, 10% probably lying. Now they think that they're, they're... Again, they're back into the mindset that they're the majority and they're not. No, they're in a the, they're the crazy land. That's where they are. Okay, well, before we go on to this last thing... <laughs> crazy land. <laughs> oh, Lord, help us. All right, so Cooperative Radio Show, you stay tuned because we'll be right back. You live here? Yes. Well, maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there's certain voodoo priests who, who have the power to bring him back to life. Horrible. It's worse than horrible because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes, walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats?
Attention users of the blood-thinning drug Xarelto. If you took the drug Xarelto and experienced complications such as cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, you may be eligible to get a cash award for your suffering. Call the Xarelto Help Hotline now at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. To qualify for a cash settlement, you must file a claim before the deadline. So don't miss your opportunity for a cash settlement. Call 855-719-3101 now for a free no-obligation consultation. Our call center is open 24-7. So if you took the drug Xarelto and experienced cerebral hemorrhage, gastrointestinal bleeding, or other internal bleeding, or if a loved one has died after taking Xarelto, call the Xarelto Help Hotline at 855-719-3101, 855-719-3101. That's 855-719-3101. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, 800-215-6813, This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. What is term life insurance? It's basically a financial protection plan for your family if you pass away. It can be a hard purchase. Think about it. It's one of the few major purchases you can make that you will personally never use. But you've got to have it to protect your family. And you owe it to yourself to shop and compare to get the best possible rates. For term life insurance policies of $500,000 or more, call the term lifeline today at 800-430-1891. 800-430-1891. See if you qualify for up to $1 million in coverage for as little as $3 a day. We'll gladly compare multiple carriers to get you the best possible rates. So call now. 800-430-1891. Sample rates cited requires qualifying medically in the preferred non-tobacco rate class. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-917-2194. 800-917-2194. 800-917-2194. 
That's 800-917-2194. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. Hour half of two. A so-called up. I I don't believe it. I can't believe you haven't gone through the ups and downs yet. Oh, Lordy, you are not getting through the show. I'm telling you, I need more shows. <laughs> From USA Today, reporters who are supposed to keep an eye on President Trump couldn't see him Saturday morning. White House reporters tasked with covering Trump tweeted they were holed up in a clubhouse basement of the luxurious Trump National Jupiter Golf Club and Spa. <laughs> the poor reporters. That wouldn't be so bad if the oh, windows Lord. and doors weren't covered with black plastic, blocking all views of the outside world, including Trump and Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, who on the golf course. Trump's press corps has been placed in a basement suite at Jupiter Golf Club, tweeted Jennifer Jacobs, a White House reporter for Bloomberg. Black plastic over the windows to give Trump privacy as he golfs. Later, Jacobs tweeted that Japanese reporters were also in the room, and it wasn't clear if U.S. side or Japan side vetoed golf picks. Jill Colvin of the Associated Press also tweeted a picture of the doors covered with black plastic. Twitter followers urged the reporters to rip down the plastic or tear peepholes in it. Trump had set aside two days for Abe's visit. Abe's, Abby's, Ibby's, Abe's. I don't know. It's spelled Abe's. Visit, including golf time. The two headed to the Trump National Jupiter Golf Club Spa Saturday morning. Once there, the traveling press pool was escorted into the clubhouse and downstairs into what was supposed to be a room to file stories. That's when they saw the blackout. The door and windows are covered with black plastic so we can't see it. I would never have gone in that room. It sounds like a kill room. Was there plastic on the floor, too? Oh, come on. They're in a freaking suite. They they're in that, no, they're in the basement, baby. <laughs> There's a basement suite. It's a basement suite. It says right in the article, I and I saw it. I don't really care. Black plastic over all the windows and doors. I'm asking, was there plastic on the floor? I'm sorry. The press deserves this. They did this to themselves. I don't even think you know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're Explain. talking about. Explain. It would be a kill room with a cleanup. No, it would just be a kill room. Right, and they need to clean it up because they pla- just put everything in plastic. No, the plastic is there to prevent anything to have to be cleaned up. You just roll up the plastic. Look, I'm sorry. The press I would not this. have gone in that room. <laughs> I, as a press, I wouldn't have gone in there anyway. I'd be like, no. No. <laughs> Bye. I'll just follow you around. Follow who around? Trump. Uh, he wasn't allowing. Secret Service was not allowing. I'm that. sorry. Uh, I wouldn't have gone in the room, so how would you stop me? It's a public golf club, right? I mean, uh, it's a golf course. I'm a journalist. I could be just about anywhere as a journalist. These people aren't journalists. Well, they're supposed to be. They have their credentials, so they are. But they are of it. If they, they obviously aren't if they just all sat like lemmings in the rooms with black plastic. <laughs> And it was on the inside? I assumed it was on the outside so they couldn't tear it down. I mean, if it's on the inside, that'd be the first thing I did. No, it was on the outside. 
I saw the picture. No, they, what they said, they they had to tear it down. Yeah, but they were idiots. It was on the outside. I saw the pictures. It was not on the inside. I have no idea. It doesn't say. And until it says, I don't know. I'm sorry. Everyone's pissed off that the press isn't going to be up uh, Donald Trump's butt. Yes, that's what normally happens. Do they know that it's a, a new world now, right? They don't want the new world. Their job hasn't changed. They haven't changed. And they don't like it. So they're going to act out. That's like we're in a but country But they're already anti-Trump pieces of crap. Anyway, it's no winning them over, so why care? They're just a bunch of progs that call themselves journalists. Brian, it's like we're living in a country of teenagers. The reporters were told they would be there for a while, according to <laughs> press pool reports. And a while it was, according to Julie Dash, a White House reporter for the New York Times. Oh, the... Oh, the Alzheimer old lady, who tweeted in the afternoon that reporters were staring at black plastic-covered windows when Trump and, I have never heard this guy's name, so I don't know, A.B., an Instagram of the two of them golfing. Meanwhile, reporters were able to follow first no, lady. No, 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 no. no. When Trump and A.B. arrived to golf, later that in the day, Trump posted a picture on Facebook and Instagram of the two of them golfing. I said that. No, you missed the whole Meanwhile, <laughs> reporters were able to follow first lady Melania Trump and Abe's wife, Aki, who spent the morning touring the Murakami Museum and Japanese Gardens in Palm Beach County. Why in God's name would I want to come from Japan and see Japanese gardens in America? I know, right? I got Japanese <laughs> gardens all over. It's Japan. I want to see American gardens. Oh, thank you. I don't even understand this. <laughs> this got to be the stupidest trip ever. I mean, they're probably speaking in Japanese to each other. These stupid people. Okay, I have. To, this, I see this every day. For goodness' sake. <sighs> oh, no one said Prague's had a brain. Uh, where was it? Millennia is uh, not a problem. The uh, Morikami Museum and Japanese Gardens in Palm Beach County. Trump met Friday in the Oval Office with Abe after a meeting, working lunch, and news conference. Trump and Abe, Abe, whatever, boarded Air Force One for a trip to the president's Mar-a-Lago estate in Palm Beach, Florida. See, they boarded Air Force One. You said he had no use for it. No, they, he didn't want to have Air Force One. They would not let him not have it. No, he was going to outfit his plane. And they that said, takes time. Right, and they also said that it wouldn't be the same. They already had it set oh, up. Oh, it would be the same, and Trump doesn't have to listen to anybody. It isn't done yet. Melania and I are hosting Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe, Abe, whatever, and Mrs. Abe at Mar-a-Lago, Palm Beach, Florida. They are a wonderful couple, Trump tweeted Saturday morning. What a, that was a lot of talk about absolutely nothing. That was the worst piece of news ever. Well, the thing that I liked about it is, number one, he was setting... Oh, no, you liked it. It's in the show. He's setting his own rules. He's not going by what everybody else used to do, and then this is how it always has been. Seems to be like he's having a little fun, too. Right, and that, too, right? Because, oh, my gosh, what would you do to the press? I can't even imagine what you'd do to the press corps. I would have meetings to... To come up with ideas of what to do to the best courses. <laughs> you would, right? Oh, yeah. To, to screw with them, right? Every day. <laughs> I know you would. I was like, I can't. 
can't imagine what you would do to this press corps. They're having cows. He's he's so much nicer than I am. <laughs> and you know, by now they'd be having dinosaurs. Now you notice though, as well, the one thing that we did say about George W. Bush, that he would have dignitaries at his ranch. He wouldn't fly all over the place like Obama. Obama spent billions of our dollars. Oh, but but, but uh, GW actually had more vacations. Yeah, working vacations, not I'm going to just be a tourist on the taxpayer dollars. He'd go home to his ranch where he had, like Trump wants to do in his plane, all set up to run the government from there. Be up in the plane, be on the ground in his ranch, or be in Washington, D.C., or Camp David. He's covered. Got it? That's what happened. Now, Obamanus had nothing. He had nowhere to go. He had no ranch. He had no place. He had nothing set up. When he went away, he was just on vacation on your dime. Exactly. Oh, and then separate vacations. Yep. For the rest of the family. Yep. On your dime. Yep. That we're going to be paying that, for. By the way, I he won't do it. I would have. I would have launched an investigation into that spending. I'd be hauling Obama up in, in front of a court. Uh, you're not allowed to use taxpayer dollars for your own vacations or whatever and if you're gonna fly somewhere and spend a week but you're only gonna speak for like i don't know 30 minutes someplace <laughs> and call it a and, and call it business when it's actually campaigning on top of that uh, no you don't get to campaign if you go in there for business you don't get to campaign while you're there you came there on taxpayer dollars you don't get to campaign you do nothing but the people's business you you go to that place on your own if you wanted to campaign you don't take Air Force One. Uh-uh. That's, I'm sorry, that's an ethics violation. And actually, it's against the law. It's called, now, fraud. Well, and the other thing is that they're taking them back to their own home, like what's what I brought up with Bush. He had dignitaries at his house all the time. We didn't I, pay for that. That, didn't, that doesn't matter. All that matters is it was a working vacation. He was never on vacation. He was always working. Trump is never on vacation either. Right. Well, even more so than GW. Yes, more so. This guy works seven days a week. How do you think he got to be a multi-billionaire? By sitting around on his laurels? Well, doesn't he have people to do it? I don't know, but I'm worried that he he needs more balance in his life for his own spiritual self. Because when you're going business, 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 24-7... That puts you in a very bad spiritual place. Just because it, it, it's not—it's nothing that feeds the soul in business. Nothing feeds the soul. I think he's trying to get that out of politics now. Uh, it trust me, it won't feed your soul. But it gets a lot done. But come on, you're in your seventies. It's time to get spiritual. You're not going to last forever. Sooner or later, you're going to have to talk to God. You know what I'm saying? Which is probably why he's been going to church more. All right, what are the unions up to now from the Associated Press? A landmark right-to-work lawsuit playing out in Illinois has captured widespread attention amid expectations that a case could land before the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court of Injustice. And potentially have national implications for an estimated 20 million government workers. That's all? Drop in the bucket. 
Pat Hughes, who's representing the three plaintiffs in the Illinois case, predicted a ruling in their favor, could even establish right-to-work policies coast-to-coast. This decision could ostensibly make all of the country right-to-work because you couldn't force people to affiliate with a union, Hughes said. Well, it should be against the law. That's called coercion. Which, oh, wait, it is against the law. See, it's already against the law. Why do we have to come with new laws? Just arrest them. Coercion. The right-to-work laws make it illegal for unions to force workers into paying dues, like anything in the Constitution allows for it. Because Illinois is not a right-to-work state, it remains legal there for unions to automatically take out a fair share fee from a worker's paycheck, which typically happens when a union represents the majority of employees, which I guarantee you no state constitution allows for. Unions argue they negotiate a better wage, health care, and working environment for all employees, so the fair share fee is a small price to ask. Aha! Except their collective bargaining means you all get the same amount of money regardless of how hard you work. You do understand that, right? collectivism means you get the same amount as your lazy buddy next to you. That's the unions. Been in them, dealt with them, tired of them, and done with them. They are no good for American workers. I am sorry. They have Look how many American car workers have put out of work. You, you know who's directly responsible for that, right? Yeah, it's all the, the stuff the unions piled on and piled on to the salaries till the company couldn't take it anymore. Because they have no care about putting people out of business or out of work. All they care about is that everybody working pays money to them so they can live high on the hog, not like the people that pay their union dues. One day I'll tell you how I really feel about Unions argue they negotiate a better way, blah, blah, blah. Some fee to cover these representational costs is a mentally reasonable and rational, said labor expert Dr. Robert Bruno of the University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Okay, let's just take this statement right here by this doofus. Is imminent, these costs to cover these representational costs is imminently reasonable and rational. However, you're not representing me, and I didn't ask you to represent me, and I'm not allowed to represent myself because you exist. I can't go up to my employer and say, I'm working three times as hard as that guy. I'm putting out three times more products as that guy. I need a raise. And you could, and if if it's true, the guy's going to give you a raise, and I could want to get rid of you. You can't do that in the union. You all get paid the same based on how long you're on the job, and that's all that matters. doesn't matter what kind of piece of crap you are. Uh, it just matters everyone gets the same. Same, same for all. You understand? That's what it means. That's the union. Same, same for all, regardless of how hard you work or how lazy you are. Same, same. And if you're really lazy and useless and even destructive and kill people, you can't get rid of you because it's a, it's a, it's a it's one of those, you just can't. It takes so much money and time and effort to get rid of people that they just pass them around. We're talking people that have, I knew AMTs that literally killed people because of their lack of knowing how to do or caring about their job. And they were, they were still working. And I had to go after the guy because 
He was an EMT. I was a paramedic. I came on scene. Had him in charge. I told him what to do. Take this patient. Do this and take him to the bay while I deal with this other patient. That guy did exactly what he wanted to do. It was pretty much nothing. Sat there on scene, wasting time, asking questions so he could fill out paperwork, and not even treating the patient. And guess what? He laughed at me afterwards. He goes, I have, I've been passed around so much, you can't get rid of me. Go ahead, complain. They'll just send me to another station. I'm like, okay, but you'll be out of my hair, so good. Uh, I know that's crappy, but um, my only other choice was to kill him. <laughs> I remember that. Well, I'm just saying, that's the truth. I ain't, I am not making that up, I'm not embellishing or exaggerating. That was my only other option. And don't think I didn't think about it, by the way. Because he was a cocky little piece of crap. And no, he, I, I could literally have punched him on top of his head and brought him to his knees. So anyway, we're at Urbana-Champaign. That should say enough to you. Illinois is at a, or Urbana, which means urban, uh, Champaign. The fair share fees amount to millions of dollars that unions use toward collective bargaining, but also the political candidates and agenda any given union supports. Mark Janis, one of the three state employees fighting unions in the lawsuit, said they're outraged. They have to pay a fee to groups they choose not to join. This is not a choice. That's how it was in New York. I didn't have to join the union. I had to pay them anyway. This is mandated. I have to do this, and I don't agree with it, Janice said. They're forced, literally forced, to pay these dues. The money never gets to them, Hughes said. Hughes and the plaintiffs are fighting to make Illinois a right-to-work state. That's. Do you realize progr- Illinois is the birthplace of progressivism? Birthplace of progressivism in the 1800s, right there. You might have remembered the farmers in the Grange. The miners, the farmers, and the Grange. Miners, hammer. Farmers, sickle. Ranchers. I don't know what to do with them. Uh, (laughs) Bullhorns, I guess. Anyway, uh, Hughes and the players are fighting to make Illinois' right to work state, and their lawsuit is headed to the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals, which is a lot better than the Eleventh, the Ninth, I mean, at the Ninth. Uh, anyway, the Seventh Circuit in Chicago, where Hughes says the court might rule in favor of the unions based on a previous precedent. The case Aboud v. Aboud, really? V. Detroit Board of Education in 1977. Again, why does a case in 1977 have anything to do with a case today? What? This is, this is not law. This is, this is judge law. This is court's law. This is not legislative law. This is illegal, unconstitutional, and void. <clears throat> Establish it's legal, uh, it's legal for you to collect fees and split the money between items that are either political or non-political. The argument in the lawsuit, however, is that all union cash eventually is used for political purpose. Everything government unions do is political in nature. And if it is political in nature, then the First Amendment is going to cover it and workers can't be required to pay anything to unions as a condition of keeping their job in government, said Mark Mix of the National Right to Work Legal Defense Foundation. If Janice and the plaintiffs lose the appeal, their lawyers plan to take the case to the Supreme Court, where President Trump's recent nominee, 
Judge Neil Gorsuch, if confirmed, would be expected to restore the 5-4 split between conservatives and liberals, which could increase the chances of ruling in favor of Janus. No, because Kennedy's still there. He was the swing before. It'll be the swing again. But pro-union politicians and many workers argue right-to-work laws amount to a special interest cause pushed by wealthy execs and conservatives trying to make it difficult for workers to band together. No one's stopping you from banding together. Why do you have to join an international union to do so? No one's stopping you from getting together with your other workers at uh, lunchtime and talking about organizing if you want to. How stupid could that be? I would never listen to you because I'm making more money than you because I work harder than you. You're a slacker. Why should you make the same amount of money as I do? Why should he? But that's what unions do. Hard workers get the same as slackers. That ain't right. Working people like me I'm a, I was a working people like you. You're a doofus. You're too stupid to be talking. If you're a working people like me, you would want to be able to negotiate your own wages because you're working hard enough to justify a raise increase over these other slackers over here. And if you can't, you leave. But you'll always know that the biggest slackers are the ones that become union reps. And, oh, by the way, Dumb in the dumb in the brain pan, too. And they're going to represent you against a mediator. For, yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. <clears throat> Working people like me are frustrated by an economy and politicians have left us behind. Really? Go to Venezuela. Tell me how you like it there. And in this case, threatens to make it even worse. Oh, what? Make you actually work for your money? Said... Stephen, I guess, defend Stephen, whatever. Mittens, what is S-T-E-P-H-E-N? Mittens, in a written statement provided by the American Federation of State, County, and Municipal Employees. Is this the AFCA? No, no, sorry. No. Are they, I bet they're affiliated. Yep. This case threatens to weaken our stability, to have a voice on the job, and serve our communities. No, you don't serve squat but yourself. The bureaucracy serves the government, not the people. Uh, Frank, you all you need to go and start over. I'm serious. I'd I'd start the whole the whole government over again. That's what they did in the uh, convention. Let's not talk about complicated subjects right now. There are currently 28 right-to-work states, with Missouri joining the list this week. And a bill in the New Hampshire House that would soon make it the first right-to-work state in New England. The, this is America. If you want to be part of a union, God bless you, Hughes said. If you don't want to be part of a union, if you don't want to support their speech or their collective bargaining, no one should, be, should force you to be part of it. Well, last time I checked, there was the 13th Amendment to the United States Constitution. That says what, Susan? It Against bans involuntary servitude. servitude. What is this? If you're forced to join a union, you have no choice. Is it that? Involuntary servitude. Oh, I think it is. 
But I gotta go to a break. Second Cooperative Radio Show, you stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our prosperity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States of America. When was the last time you read the Constitution or reviewed the Bill of Rights? When was the last time you read them to your children? These documents, the foundation of this great nation, are not documents to be ignored. They are to be embraced. So sit down and read them to your children. And a tool you can use to do this is a little book called The Citizen's Rulebook. To receive a copy, call 602-258-6406. It only costs a dollar and can mean the difference in your children's understanding of the country they live in. Five different budget plans on both ends of the ideological spectrum failed. Five budget plans failed in the Senate. Among them, a 99-0 vote, defeating President Obama's $3.8 trillion budget request. The Democrats are afraid of their own shadow in the Senate. They even vote down their own president's budget. Only takes 51 votes to pass a budget. Democrats in the Senate refuse to be held accountable. Under the Democratic control of the Senate, for three straight years there hasn't been a budget. We haven't had one for three years. The result of no discipline for three years is you spend $10 trillion $400 billion. Our national debt is more than $15.6 trillion. Approaching the $16 trillion mark. $16 trillion worth of debt. It's the number one threat to our national security. The longer we wait, the more difficult the solution is going to be. The federal government is now twice the size it was in 2001. National unemployment has registered above 8% for the last 38 months. There's no way Barack Obama, with a straight face, can come before the American people and argue that somehow he has made things better than they were when he got here. The Obama economy isn't working for a lot of Americans. People across the country know what they want. They want a healthy economy. And the Obama economy is not a healthy economy. Most Americans have soured on the economy. They've now soured on this president. 42% said he's made it worse. Independents, by double digits, think he made it worse. We're not where we should right. be. Obama made it worse. At a time when it's hard enough already to create jobs in America. Have policies that maximize economic growth. Supports our economy. Growing our economy. Build our economy. To help this economy grow. Create jobs. American jobs. Jumpstart the economy. Create jobs. We should be focusing on jobs and the economy. So if you're looking for a simple three-word description of the Democrat approach to the problems we face, it's this. Duck and cover. King Samir Shabazz is the new Black Panther Party's Philadelphia leader. This new Panther version of black power does not include white participation. I hate white people. All of them. Every last iota of a cracker, I hate it. We didn't come out here to play today. There's too much serious business going on in the black community to be out here sliding through South Street with white, dirty, cracker whore on our arm, and we call ourselves black men with African garb on. 
What the hell is wrong with you, black man? You had a doom day with a white girl on your damn arm. You want freedom? You're gonna have to kill some crackers. You're gonna have to kill some of their babies. I have found that a certain type that calls himself a liberal, and I always thought I was a liberal. <laughs> I came up terribly surprised one time when I found that I was a right-wing conservative <laughs> extremist. When I have listened to everybody's point of view that I ever met, and then decide how I should feel. I mean, but these this so-called new liberal group, uh, Jesus, they never they never listen to your point of view, and they make a decision as to what you think, and uh, they're articulate enough and in control of enough of the press to force that. Uh, uh, image out for the average person. Operation Homefront operates programs with the goal of making a difference in military family quality of life. They serve younger families of deployed service members, typically in the ranks of E1 through E6 in all branches of the armed forces. Operation Homefront provides a wide range of programs and is dedicated to helping the families our troops leave behind. For more information, please visit their website at operationhomefront.net. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. More annoyed than when I went to commercial. Hour three. Are you going to have them call uh, in? Call three. in? No, <laughs> nobody needs to be calling in now. I'm in a bad mood because my producer doesn't listen to her host when tells her what to do. And I'm sorry, I get to tell her she doesn't like it. Don't care. I'm the one that has to fix everything. Aren't you glad you started that up, Susan? All right, time to move on to the war on Christianity and the Fuzzy Muzzy Report, and let's move. You don't want the church bells? I don't want anything. Let's go. A World Net Daily. The state of Georgia has agreed to pay $225,000 to settle a complaint that it illegally discriminated against a lay pastor who was fired by the state's Department of Public Health, apparently because of the content of his sermons. The announcement comes from First Liberty Institute, which represented Eric Walsh, M.D. I am grateful this trial has finally ended, Walsh said, with an experienced health department administrator. What the heck is an experienced health department administrator? Somebody that spends too much money? Said a statement released through its lawyers. It's been a long, difficult journey, but it's worth it to have my name cleared and to ensure that all Georgia government employees... No, they have religious liberty. I thought that was covered with the redundant First Amendment. Jeremy Diz, Dice, Senior Counsel for First Liberty, said, This is a clear and resounding victory for religious freedom. We always knew the law was on our side, so we are pleased the state of Georgia agreed to settle this case and clear Dr. Walsh's good name. Walsh sued after the State Department of Public Health dismissed him from his position, 
when it discovered he was a lay pastor and had delivered sermons to his church during his off-duty time. What business is that of an employer? He had accepted in 2014 the job as district health director with the DPH. First Liberty said that a week later, a DPH official asked him to submit copies of sermons he had previously preached as a lay minister with the Seventh-day Adventist Church, and the next day he was fired. No one said, be fired for simply expressing his religious beliefs, I said. No one should be fired for simply expressing that. Well, that daily reported late in 2016 that the state was attempting several maneuvers to defeat the religious discrimination claim. At the time, it was legally demanding his sermons and related notes, among other documents, and Walsh was refusing to provide them. It was shortly after Walsh's hiring that Lee Rudd, the state agency's human resource director, assigned staff members to listen to the YouTube recordings of Walsh's sermons. It took only 48 hours for the state to fire him after hearing his message. At that point, lawyers with First Liberty Institute joined forces with the Atlanta legal team of Parks, Chesson, and Walbert to file a federal lawsuit against the state agency, which should go directly to the Supreme Court. Do not pass go. The state delivered a request for production of documents that demanded once again, among a flood of other paperwork, copies of his sermon notes and transcripts, which Dice called an overreach. Walsh, in a statement released by his lawyers, no government has the right to require a pastor to turn over his sermons. I cannot and will not give up my sermons unless I am forced to do so. State officials previously have declined to comment on the case. The original state investigation of Walsh's sermons apparently has sparked by, was sparked by one complaint from an official with a county Democrat party who is a homosexual activist. State officials also joked about informing Walsh of his firing. The telephone call was between Dr. Patrick O'Neill, an agency official, and Kate Furman, an agency financial officer. The call was captured on an answering machine, which also caught their conversation after they thought they had hung up. Furman said, and I quote, and I'm going to be very, I'm going to try to come off as very cold because I don't want to say very much. If I try to make it warm, I've thought that through. It's going to just not. There's no warm way to say it anyway. Then there was laughter from both parties. O'Neill then turned to inform Walsh, you're out. And there was another round of laughter. It's very funny, Furman said. We'll see who's laughing last. Moving on from Newsbusters. For years, the liberal media have given Bill Nye a platform to rant about his liberal views, and now Netflix will give him an entire show. Nye the Science Guy is one of the media's favorite global warming alarmists. He will star in a new Netflix show called Bill Nye Saves the World, which will debut in the spring of 2017. Uh, why? Variety's TV editor, Laura Prudham, 
reported that the show will attempt to refute religious leaders and politicians who espouse anti-scientific claims. Uh, how about we just, how about you just deal with anti-scientific claims by so-called scientists like Bill Nye, the, he's not really, a, no degree in science, right? No PhD in science, does he? <clears throat> Variety's TV editor, I, I really, Nye told Variety, each episode will take on complex scientific issues facing us today by someone who's not really a scientist, such as vaccinations, genetically modified foods, and climate change. See it, Communist News Network, National Broadcasting of Communism, MSLSD, Communist Broadcasting Service, and the American Broadcasting of Communism have all had an eye on to bash creationism theory or to hype the threat of man-made global warming. Really? How about you take this, Bill Nye, the science guy, and the rest of you? It's turned out that carbon dating has been found to be completely unreliable and does not prove anything. That's cutting-edge science a year ago, at least. Or hype the threat of man-made global warming. During a blizzard in January 2015, he told MSLSD viewers, the storm is connected to climate change, and said those who would use a snowstorm to dispute global warming were unglued. In 2010, he even labeled Americans who are skeptical of climate change unpatriotic. Bashing a left wing, being a left wing lunatic, you are anti American, Bill Nye, the guy. It's time to get out of your little circle of ridiculous progs in Southern California. <clears throat> Bashing creationists, Nye has said that skepticism of evolution is an extraordinary worldview. And as I say by extraordinary, I mean obviously wrong. No, it is skepticism of human evolution, sir, the way. Uh, it's portrayed, and the fact that you say the world is billions, hundreds of billions of years old, or however long you say it is, I don't know, it's ridiculous. I don't, it is not true. It It is going to turn out, it is not factual. A lot of the things, first of all, remember that the Old Testament is Jewish history, recorded history, not just religion. It is their recorded history. And I dare you to Read Genesis from the Torah. So Bashing Gracious Nye's skepticism is an extraordinary worldview, and as I say, by extraordinary, I mean obviously wrong. No, you're so wrong, Bill Nye, the science guy. You've been wrong so many times, I can't tell you. Unsurprisingly, Nye also denied the existence of God altogether. Prove it. Though he said 100% certainty is impossible. You can't prove 1% certainty. You can't pursue, you cannot produce certainty at all, sir. Real scientists have tried. But that may be surprised some people is that he is not a scientist. Ah, the science guy's education is actually a degree in engineering. He worked as an engineer for Boeing and performed stand-up comedy before gaining the nickname The Science Guy and earning national fame with the Disney show Bill Nye the Science Guy. Nye is also the CEO of the Planetary Society, a nonprofit that seeks to empower the world's citizens to advance space science and exploration. Yeah, 
No, more than that. It's a political organization. With the right science and good writing, which he doesn't have, we'll do our best to enlighten and entertain our audience. Entertain you will. And perhaps we'll change the world a little. And you might, for the worse. Nye said of the new show. What we don't need is fake scientists promoting fake fake science uh, while we have to deal with fake news. The left is full of a lot of fake, is it not? Oh, they project. The fake news they're talking about is their news. That's the fake news. All right, for World Net Daily, the U.S. Supreme Court is being asked to fix the outcome of a series of hearings and rulings in the lower courts that erupted when a New York school district told one teacher, under threat of dismissal, to keep her faith in a folder to be kept hidden in her desk. Officials with the American Freedom Law Center have confirmed they have filed a petition seeking permission from the high court to argue the case brought by Joel Silver after she was threatened by officials with the Cheektowaga Central School District. Well, they got an Indian name, you know you're in trouble already. The case has been winding through the lower courts for several years already, with the most recent appellate decision refusing her First Amendment rights, officials with the AFLC said. Silver has taught science in the district near Buffalo, New York, for years. As a devout Christian, Silver's faith defines who she is as a person, and it guides all aspects of her life, both public and private. She does not cease being a Christian because she's employed by the school district. As a Christian, Silver is inspired by the Word of God, which guides her actions, including her actions as a public school teacher, AFLC explained. Well, see, people might understand that that religion is, like, part of everything. If you're a Christian, you have to apply Christianity to the whole world. That's how it works. You don't leave it at home. That's not how it works, and it's not what was intended by our founding fathers, which was absolute freedom of expression of any Judeo-Christian religion. What do you think I said, Susan, since you're talking to yourself? Go ahead. What do you think I said? Say it out loud. I said Judeo-Christian. No, no. You No, you didn't correct me. I said Judeo-Christian. No, I wasn't correcting you. I was just emphasizing that you're right. That's all it was, was Judeo-Christian. Well, here's the, here's the thing. Oh. Shut up and sit down and talk on the show. I am talking on the show. You are now. But that's an important point because people don't realize it was just Judeo-Christian. We say this on the show all the time. As part of her face, she kept some small stickies with inspirational quotes on them at her desk, along with some other religious messages. I'm sorry, if you have a problem with Jesus Christ's messages, whether you believe he's your Lord and Savior or not, you are the problem. There, you cannot, nobody can argue that the teachings of Jesus Christ are hurtful in any way to anybody. Except, you know, evil people. But, you know, if you're evil, no one really cares about you, right? We, we try to save the good ones, not the evil ones. Like, you know, Dr. Evil. Then abruptly she got a counseling letter in which the district forced Silver to cleanse her cash classroom, 
her speech, and her actions of anything religious in nature, as if Silver's Christian faith was an infectious disease that needed to be eradicated, AFLC reported. Actually, that is what they think it is, because it undermines progressivism. See? They don't like that. Besides, uh, they got to pro- promote secularism, not religious. That's communism. That's one of the planks. Got to get rid of God. Nothing's more important than a state. Uh, and notice when you're in the state's goals, nothing's more important than a state. It's little communist manifesto world. Anyone that thinks that this is okay, you have you have to hide your faith when you're in public. What part of the First Amendment, which was redundant, don't they understand the free exercise thereof? The free exercise of your religion. No limitations. Look, the only Guaranteed the free exercise of religion and free speech. And, you know, I have a lot of problems with that in the VA. Brian, you do realize, and we've said it over and over again, the only so-called religion that they're allowed to exercise is Muslim. They, everybody in this oh, country that's good. love Muslims. That's good because Islam's not a religion. But they love Muslims. They have every right to do everything, even though good. it's as destructive good. it is. Good, because what their religion tells them is to kill you. And until you wake up to the fact that Islam is a religion of conquest, not of peace, and by the way, its direct translation is submission, again, going along with Lucifer, uh, go ahead, side with the side with the Muslims in the in the end times. We, that's Lucifer. Good, good for you. Yeah, you. I guess you don't believe in the end. Jesus is going to win, huh? She was ordered to remove all items of religious nature from her. Cl- I wouldn't have removed. I would have added more, including among others a poster with the following inspirational quote: "Be on guard." What? Stand true to what you believe, be courageous, be strong, and everything you do must be done in love. That's 1 Corinthians 16, 13, 4. The quote was superimposed over an American flag in the school's books. Now, I don't know about anybody else, even though that is part of the Bible, I would like to say, who has a problem with what it says? Thank you. I mean, who has a problem with what that says? Right. It's, it's right. It's true. What? How could you say, oh, you can't, you can't be doing, you can't be teaching people inspirational stuff. We must crush these babies like bugs. You notice they love to kill kids, children, whether it's in the womb and out. They want to kill them, whether it's kill their brains, kill their spirituality, kill their future. Just, they, they just they just kill everything. Oh, gee, wait, that's right. It's Lucifer, I forgot. Well, Brian, you have, make a good point. They're trying to kill children's brains. They kill, try to kill children. They're going after, the progs go after children while saying it's for the children. Right. Well, this is for the children. Not, the other way is for brainwashing the children. She was also ordered to get rid of the small sticky notes and was told if she really did have a look at her Bible occasionally, she had to keep such material in a discreet folder that only she will have access to. Because the Bible is is somehow something that can kill children if they got access to it. Unlike the drugs or the sex that goes on in public schools. It, you, 
See, there's no religion. There's plenty of drugs and sex. Get You feel me? Even further, the district ordered, except for wearing religious jewelry, such as a cross, I'm also directed you to refrain from all other forms of communication with students during the school day, whether verbal, email, texting, written, etc. That would conflict with your duty to show complete neutrality toward religion and to refrain from promoting religion or entangling yourself in religious matters. There is no such thing in this country except what's being perpetrated by our schools upon our teachers and children. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm willing to bet this would win in the crappy courts we have now. Oh, I'm sorry, you can't let anyone know you're a Christian. Just... You gotta shh, don't tell. Hide your Bible. This sort of sounds like ancient Rome, doesn't it? No. You gotta want, be in the catacombs next. They want us to pray to Allah. No. They, no, they don't. They want us in the catacombs and dead. Believe me, none of these people want to be Muslims. They think they're using Islam. They don't realize... Islam's using them. Right. It's, and it's winning. Because it's history. Prague's never learn history. Islam's winning. Islam always wins. Study history. But at the same time, a social worker at the high school displays inside and outside her office various messages that promote the gay homosexual. rights. Homosexual rights. Agenda. You don't have to scream over me. <laughs> Including, among uh, uh, many others, a poster stating, Acceptance practice here. Which is in the rainbow colors of the gay homo rights movement. And contains the caption, Brought to you by your GSA and gay homo and lesbian youth service of WNY. Wait a minute. Uh, lesbians are gay. Why do they keep... Why do lesbians keep getting a prominent statement? They're just another homosexual. Thank They're you. female homosexuals. Yep. Why is it gay and lesbian, which should be homosexual? And, and well, homosexual. They're just homosexuals. <laughs> just homosexuals. Then none of them are gay. Gay means happy. They're not happy. You've met a happy homosexual lately? Besides being hostile to religion, the actions convey an impermissible government-sponsored message of disproportion disapproval of the christian faith the petition explains well, that would be true indeed these actions send a clear message to silver that she is an outsider not a full member of the political and school community because she is a christian <laughs> one of the groads banned was from president reagan who said without god there's is no virtue because there is no prompting of the conscience Without God, there is a coarsening of society. Without God, democracy will not and cannot long endure. If we ever forget that we are one nation under God, then we'll be a nation gone under. Wow, prophetic, it's happening. Of course, we could go back to uh, Thomas Paine. He went from atheist to deist to Christian pretty quick right after witnessing the French Revolution, which he said, no God, no government can serve man without God. Yep. He went to France as, a, as an atheist. He returned as a deist. 
And I'll argue he, in his before his death, became a Christian. And Thomas Jefferson's never been just a deist. He's always been a Christian, and that's the end of that. If you don't believe me, just study up on Thomas Jefferson from any place but the left-wing loon academies. Again, I can make the argument pretty simple. Susan, how did Thomas Jefferson sign I know, every you, single you letter? You just said this last show. Yep, I'm going to say it all the time. Well, how does he sign it then? Tell me. In the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. And what was common for, for the average person those days? In the year of our Lord. That's right. In the year of our Lord, 17, whatever. That's normal. He would add, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ, 17, whatever. Every single letter he wrote, this is the man you say is not a Christian. Please. I'm so sick of people that want to act like we were never a Christian nation, and so we never go back to it. We were prosperous, rich, and happy because we were a Christian nation, and we are miserable now, and and the world looks at us differently, and we're not a, any guiding light to anybody. And we're deviant. Because we are a secular nation. We have turned our back on God, and no government can serve man unless it is ruled by God. Thomas Paine. The so-called atheist they like to bring up all the time. Nope. Atheist that was converted. <laughs> so, yeah. No, they don't like that story. Are you done with this? Uh, No. The petition explains to the court almost 50 years ago, this court declared that citizens do not surrender their First Amendment rights by accepting public employment. This principle of law applies to public school teachers as well. The petition said at the end of the day, this petition seeks to resolve where the respondent's broad viewpoint based on restrictions on petitioner's personal, non-curricular speech Speech which includes the spoken word in messages ex what does that say? I don't know. That I never saw that word. Expressed oh, it's supposed to be expressed on ah. sticky notes in emails and on posters are unconstitutional. Yeah, banned sticky notes. The evil sticky notes. Yeah, but that that social worker could have rainbows going all over the place. You could have sticky notes as long as they have God messages on them. No, you can have everything else but even though nobody knows God said it. I mean, you can take Proverbs and keep putting stuff out there. And people are like, oh, these are inspirational messages. Yes, they are. Don't they come from God. You don't have to tell them where it came from. But they will, if you don't, they, they'll be considered inspirational. If you do, they'll be considered the reverse. Even though it's the same message. Just to explain the upside down, inside out workings of the progressive mind. Brain damage. And now it's time to push a button. <laughs> and now from Hezbollah Toys, just in time for Ramadan, the good and peaceful people at Wacky.com and Hezbollah bring you the Jihad Joe action figure. Pull his string and he shouts Allah Akbar and kill the infidels. Pull it again and Jihad begins to sweat profusely and screams... Everyone back up or I will blow myself up. On the third pole, Jihad Joe shouts, I am serious. 
On the fourth and final pull, Jihad Joe begins to say something we cannot quite make out before exploding in a dazzling and immensely gratifying display of holy fire and smoke. For added fun, dress Jihad in a burqa before detonation. Get your Jihad Joe today. Supplies are limited, and once they are gone... Thank Allah they are gone. Coming soon, Burqa Barbie. Now it's time for the Fuzzy Muzzy Report from okay. World Net Daily. You, Brian, and the person who created that was a way beyond their times. Because there, there is a Burka Bark. <laughs> I still can't believe it. I think it's like 10, 11 years old. I, I know. The, the, look, the, the point that we're still talking about it is disgusting, number one. But talk about foresight. I, I think the voice on that is Jim Cipriani. If I remember correctly. Well, and I do want to thank Jake Jacobson for our intro and bumper music. He didn't do the bumper music. He did the intro, right? Well, did he do the trailer? He did the intro, which I turned into the intro and the trailer. Okay. And right. bumper music was made by somebody else over ten years ago. And I wish I could remember his name because I would give him credit, no problem. Uh, we we all lost contact in that first. Uh, we broke up <laughs> the band in that first uh, attempt at a twenty four seven internet, internet talk, radio talk radio station, station mm-hmm. of which I was part of. And then, well, because of well, I I, I don't want to rehash it. But anyway, the point was we went our separate ways, and to this day, the person who started that hates my guts. For leaving because he blames me for the whole station failing. I don't understand how I was so important considering he treated me poorly by not listening to me when I said there will be no copyrighted commercials on my radio show unless you buy a license. He didn't like that. Then we, then we got into more problems because his conservatism didn't mesh with mine. What don't they get about uncooperative? No, he didn't understand that at all. In fact, he said that constantly at the end when we were fighting. I didn't even understand. What uncooperative? What the hell is that? I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so important I stay there that he was going to cut my my time on the radio down from what it already was, which is only two shows a week, Saturday and Sunday. And I was doing all, I was doing the sound work for the whole station, for every host working with them, setting up their sound equipment, setting up their sounds. But for months and months and months before we even kicked off, was that appreciated? Nope. The minute we had a problem, he went ballistic. And he wouldn't have it. He's going to play what he wants. It's his show. Blah, blah. It's his station. Blah, 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 blah. I'm like, wait a minute. I thought we were all going to be partners in this. I can't be partners in this corporation if you're going to break the law. I don't want to be partnered now. Just to give you an idea. Anyway, so it didn't go well, and we split, and then everybody blamed me for the failure. It wasn't my fault he didn't have enough money to buy the bandwidth needed for the station, which is what happened. And he couldn't get funding. He's, he jumped off ahead of time. He didn't, as a conservative, he did not think things through, which is why, as a conservative, uh, I constantly disagree with the individual. Even to this day, he hasn't grown much at all as a political person. He sounds like he did 10 years ago, which was a bit clueless, frankly. 
Anyway, we're supposed to do the Fuzzy Muzzy Report. Got sidetracked. Uh, from World Net Daily, a Swedish police officer and senior investigator in the Serious Crimes Division is under internal investigation after taking to Facebook to describe his work week and the nationalities of those he has to deal with. Here we go. This is what I've handled from Monday through Friday this week. Rape, rape, robbery, aggravated assault, rape assault, and rape extortion, blackmail, assault, violence against police, threats to police, drug crime, drugs, crime, felony, attempted murder, rape again, extortion again, and ill treatment. Officer Peter Springer posted. Suspected perpetrators Ali Mohammed, Mahmoud Mohammed, Mohammed, Mohammed Mohammed. There's two. It's, yep. It's Mohammed and Mohammed. You know why? Because he's listing the I people's know, name. Uh-huh. Ali again, again, again. <laughs> Christopher, what? Christopher. Christopher is how it's pronounced. Oh. Uh, what? What? Is it true? Yes. A Swedish name sneaked its way in on the refu- on the fringes of the drug-related crime. Mohammed, Mohammed, Ali again and again. Countries which represent all of the week's crimes, Iraq, Iraq, Turkey, Syria, Afghanistan, Somalia, Somalia, Syria again, Somalia, unknown country, unknown country, Sweden, half of the suspects, we can't be sure because they don't have any valid papers, which in itself usually means that they're lying about their nationality and identities added. Springer serves with the Arabro police department and has 47 years of law enforcement experience he is promising to continue posting weekly updates okay all those countries are the ones that trump said no yeah i know so what uh it's a muslim that's all that matters what i will write here below is not politically correct but i don't care he said again all the countries that are muslim no immigration none Zero. I disagree with anybody who's stupid enough to think Indonesian Muslims are different than Somali Muslims. That are different than African. I defy one spokesperson to finally study Islam and then come out and open their mouth. Or how about this? Shut up and let Robert Spencer speak because he knows what he's talking about. And Geller. Spencer's better. Geller as well. Uh, I I don't really care to... Actually, then there's a there is a an Iraqi woman also that's a prominent speaker against Muslims. Yeah, there's there's a bunch of them. It doesn't matter. The point is, how about idiots that don't know anything about Islam? Shut up! And they're holding up signs. You're welcome. We love you. Good. It's just Take a religion. No, it's not. And the First Amendment does not apply to Islam. Judeo-Christianity only. I'd love these people that are protesting, handing up signs to take these people into their own home. Keep saying that, like, it doesn't only annoy me, but our listeners. You just can keep repeating the same stupid thing? Because they're not No, come on, it's a stupid statement. You want to get in a debate with someone like that, that you use, go ahead. You don't do it on commentary. Because there's no way the person can answer you now, is there? Right? Can they answer you? I just want it out there. Do you want me to debate the other side? Is that the point? (laughs) No, I just want it out there. No, I want you to stop putting things out there that aren't based in fact. We don't do that. That's the left's job. What I will write below is not politically correct, but I don't care, he said. Yes, I know. It's just mean to my wife, and I don't care. 
Springer has been charged with racial agitation by his department, and an investigation is underway, reported the local. With over 19,000 Facebook shares, the officer's original posting has even attracted the attention of Sweden's Prime Minister, Stefan Löfven, who challenged the claim that Mideast immigrants were responsible for so much of the crime Springer has, was dealing with. What are you talking about? How can you challenge it? He just, he told you where they were from. They did, Why don't you just, here's an idea. Why don't you just ask the police department to release their records? But they're just going to, see, that's what they do. They deny things that are real and then you accept their denial. And so there you go. That And, all, and you're a useful idiot. Just because they did not prove he's wrong. Why sh- he he could release the uh, the the arrest records are usually these kind of call records are usually published in the local paper, but certainly you can find out if you just ask. There's no reason to come out and say, "Oh, but the uh, I don't believe this." Blah 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 blah. Prove uh, I just I challenge the claim. Challenge it how? What is your personal? interaction that would negate the police officer. Just curious. Were you there for the calls he went on? I don't know how it looks in Oribro, but from a broader perspective, I find it very difficult to see that 100% of police resources are taken up by crimes which are committed by immigrants. Well, it's nice that you find it hard to believe, but this isn't a religion. You could just look at the facts. You don't have to believe it. But you automatically disbelieve it in your twisted little prog statement there. Isn't that what it is? I just disbelieve it. That's right. That's all you do is this. You haven't looked at any stats. You haven't looked at the crime. You haven't looked at the people and the makeup of the community. You don't know anything about what you're talking about. But we're not going to accept a police officer telling the truth about all these fuzzy buzzies killing and causing crime and raping. And, oh, we're not going to have that. That's it, Bob. Those were not. Those were white Irishmen. Yeah. Uh, I have a very, very hard time accepting that picture. I have heard nothing he wrote that's factual. Other, I feel, I don't know how it looks, but I find it difficult. Take it with crimes. I find it very, very hard time accepting that picture. I want to state that it is wrong. There it is. What in that paragraph had any facts in it? I'll read it again. I don't know how it looks in Bro, so he doesn't know anything. But from a broader perspective, I find it very difficult to see that 100% of police resources, he didn't say 100% of police resources, are taken up by crimes which are committed by immigrants. I have a very, very hard time accepting that picture. I want to state that it is wrong. See, is there anything in there to back up his final statement that it's wrong was there any proof offered he says i don't know he starts off with i don't know and you people listen to him. he oh he, he he's he's saying something that's rational and loving and um that must be true so he told the newspaper expressing 
The reaction of officials aside, Springer's posting has struck a chord in Sweden with many positive responses on Facebook. Peter, thank you for telling me this like most Swedes already knew, but as the media and politicians deny us to know, liars are revealed and are now completely naked, wrote Axel Huttatorp. You're the best, Peter. Manuside cheered Gustav Wigfors. Indeed, Springer was bloom-bombed Monday at his police station by supporters, reporting the news website Netter Idag, with the delivery of at least 60 bouquets of flowers addressed to the... Oh, Susan didn't copy the whole thing. It's addressed to him. It was no, no, no. It's addressed to thee, not to him. To thee. To whom? To thee what? Anyway, are you ready for this? You do it. Mm-mm. You put me in a bad mood. I don't want to do it. Okay. I can't. Good. Doesn't get done. From the Heat Street, a professor at Georgetown University is teaching his students that men do not need consent to have sex with women and that slavery is justifiable under Islamic teachings. Islamic studies professor Jonathan Brown recently lectured at the International Institute of Islamic Thought. There's no thought in Islam. What Islamic thought? Islamic thought. Destroy everything that isn't Islam. Move on. My God, you can't have a course like that. I get an A right there. Be done. You know, I saw a picture of him. He's a lily white heterosexual man. Of course he is. <laughs> a guilty white liberal. And probably an atheist. Thought where he shared his alarming beliefs with students in attendance in this lecture. Islam and the problem of slavery. Freelance writer Umar Lee expressed his shock over the 90-minute lecture, which included explicit endorsements of rape and slavery. Brown himself opposed loaded the lecture to YouTube. And it probably never got erased, right? But yours did. Right. According to Lee, Brown's lecture was supposed to revolve around slavery in Islam. But the lecture moved its focus to criticize the United States, United Kingdom, and China. Brown described slavery in these non-Muslim societies as brutal, which they were but lauded the historically inhumane practice in Arab lands in Turkey. And you forgot <laughs> Africa. Africa. Yemen. Africa. Where where the caliphate of Islam used to exist in North Africa. Brian, they, I saw a picture. Oh, but those are Arab lands now? I just want to clear that up. So you African-Americans could be from North Africa. I saw they're, a picture. They're not African-Americans in North Africa. Which they're not showing on lamestream media, but pictures of these Yazidi little baby, little baby girls and boys laid out on the ground with their throats slit. That's Islam. That's the kind of atrocities Islam accuses the Jews of. Do you know how many countries we've gone to because of genocide, quote unquote genocide? The UN has sanctioned people to go over and try to help. They haven't said one word about any country that ISIS has conquered. I got until until there's no more Christian refugees in the world, we will not take any other refugees but Christians from this day forward. 
is what I would have done and said, and I don't care what you do, take me to court, I won't go, and I'll do it anyway. It's not going to happen. I control the executive branch. The judicial branch has no authority over the executive or the legislative branches. None. Other way around. All right, uh, where were we? Indeed, according to Brown, slaves in the Muslim world lived a pretty good life, wrote Lee. Are you freaking kidding me? I thought the Muslim community was done with this dishonest North Korean-style propaganda. Obviously not. Good good choice. They're raping little girls daily. So they rape, cut off people's heads, burn people alive, rip them apart uh, with trucks. Bury them. I mean, there's no end of the atrocities, the evil they perpetrate. Judge a tree by its fruits, for goodness sakes. And you lefty loons need to learn a little. Because you're working towards your own slavery. Yeah, and we're not going to go down without a fight. You guys can... I won't be a slave. I'd rather be dead. (laughs) You you can bend over, Mr. Brown. And I'll take as many progs with me as I can on the way down. Brown decried the use of prison labor in the United States. We, we really don't have prison labor. We, we never, should. We never had. Oh, we had. Chain gangs. Yes, we did. Uh, I'm sorry, but... But they weren't slaves. They were there from due, for due process. Due process no, was given to them. No, it doesn't matter. You have to debunk his claims. His ah. claims are prison labor. If you can claim that there is no prison labor, then you have something to say. Otherwise, you don't. You don't, because there is. But highlighted other problems inherited in Western society, but refused to address the abuse of foreign laborers in the Gulf or the ghastly treatment of prisoners in the Middle East. It was one-sided lecture that glorified his religion while demonizing Western society. The Islamic studies professor said that in Muslim societies, slavery wasn't racialized. It wasn't racialized in the United States that's who that's who you were giving the slave trading Dutch to bring over here. Muslims enslaved them. We just bought them. We didn't enslave them. Lee points out that this is untrue, given that in the Arab world, black people are referred to as abid, the Arab word for slave. Uh, but it's not true about us either, because little known to you, or me, or anybody else, I guess, that uh, Native Americans were the first slaves in America, but they were too weak and sickly. The new slaves brought in by the Dutch, who were from Africa, were used to the heat and the disease and the work. There were less. There was less illness, less downtime, more productivity. Look, how many times... But we did not start... It wasn't racialized no. by us. It was no. racialized by whom? By the Muslims. Muslims. Abid. And uh, by the way, Mr. Brown, you idiot, Lily White liberal, that now he's a Muslim? Then why are you keeping Brown? I thought they weren't allowed to keep their own names. He's not a Muslim. He's an apologist. Brown stated the slaves were protected by Sharia omitting the various atrocities committed by slave owners. Girls and women were forced into sex trade, and their male counterparts were often castrated. It's a lovely, lovely thing they call a religion. In general, you don't find the brutality that you see in American slavery, said Brown. 
What did you read? What did you read? Roots. <laughs> oh, and we had to have roots propaganda revi- nonsense. We had to have roots revisited, didn't we? Oh yeah, we got to do it because it touched so many people in the seventies. It'll do it again. It'll reach their hearts. Yeah, but that's was it. Was a it was real faith line. Yeah, that, that's not what slavery in America was like. And anyway, and you don't find the brutality in American slavery that you find in the Islamic world. You don't even have to be a slave. You can just be a dhimmi, which means you're living in their society, not as a Muslim. You have no rights whatsoever. You might as well be a slave. They can rape your wife and you can't even, you can't do anything about it. Islam is just wonderful. Islam means submission. Islam is the religion of Lucifer. Islam's stated goal is to conquer the world. Uh, you're going to protect that religion, the one that's going to take over your government. You're going to protect that because it's not just a religion, right? It's a government. That's the problem. Look what he says. In general, you don't. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this man stood up and said this. Who described the historically common practice as "quote unquote" investments and walking venture properties for slave slave owners? They never used those terms back in the day when we had slavery. No, 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 no. He's talking about Muslims. He said, in general, you don't find the brutality that you see in American slavery, who described the historically common practice in Muslim, that's what he meant, as investments in walking venture properties as slave owners. First of all, Muslims aren't smart enough to think along the lines of free markets at all. There's no such thing in Islam. Again, apologists. Propaganda. All you have to do is study Islam, and it's this. This is not Islam. And even if they 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 don't think anything is slaves, killing killing you is nothing because there's a billion more of you and, out there. And because even, everyone who's not a Muslim is a potential slave. And even if he's talking about American slavery, which I don't think he is, and even but some Muslims, I don't think he is. But even if he is, what? Americans didn't think of the slaves of investments and walking venture properties. We never thought of them like that. No, I know, but you said he was... Well, I thought he was, but you know what? Now I reread it, and he's talking about American slavery, that we thought of them as investments. That would be... Well, that would be a good thing. Well, well, they were considered property. Right. So, of course, they're investments. But walking venture properties right. was, was not language <laughs> of the time. I know. Uh, yes, they were property. They were investments. They they were used to pick the crops where there weren't enough people in the United States to pick the crops. Yeah, but what he doesn't say is they and we ended up taking them into our families. Yeah, you're never going to hear that. The soft peddling and revisionism of historical atrocities is deplorable to say the least. You got to be kidding me! It's the opposite. The revisionism of the left is unbelievable. Historically, Thomas Jefferson and John Adams conducted warfare against vassal states of the Ottoman Empire to end the Barbary slave trade, in which North African pirates conducted constant raids into European coastal towns to capture men and women for slavery. Okay, this is a lie. That's a total lie. John Adams did not do that. We did. There were no vassal states of the Ottoman Empire. (laughs) These were the Barbary pirates who had their capital in the caliphate in what we now call yemen the marine song you might remember from the halls of montezuma Montezuma. to now see you emphasize the wrong thing (laughs) to the shores of tripoli yeah you can move along because you don't know what you're talking about right where's montezuma where's montezuma 
Yeah, okay. <gasps> that means she doesn't know. Uh, to the shores of Tripoli, Tripoli being the, the, the last stop in the war, four-year war against the Bavarian Pirates, in which Sergeant Bannon received the sword from the Caliph of the Caliphate who surrendered. That sword is now part of their military uniform. And the leather collar is also thanks to the Muslims because of them having a penchant for cutting people's heads off with swords. The Marines wore leather collars to prevent it. And it's still part of their uniform today, their dress uniform anyway. Um, so when they take from the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli, the shores of Tripoli being the Muslim Caliphate, which we kicked their backsides twice. Once under Thomas Jefferson, once under John, John Quincy. Quincy Adams. Not John. Yeah, he said John Adams. John Adams did not have any warfare with Jefferson did. Sorry. Adams, by the way, Adams was before Jefferson. The writer must have not remembered that. Adams created the Navy that Thomas Jefferson used to fight the North African, air quotes, pirates. No, the Barbary pirates, the Muslim pirates, the Muslim caliphate. It was a four-year war each time. I find that interesting. It was four years each time. It's kind of strange. Well, it's like a lot of things that we we had talked You know what? We should have wiped them out and we wouldn't be dealing with them today. Well, and the other thing that I found interesting is a couple of reports that we did win against them. And by the way, constant raids into European coastal towns, that never happened either. No, it never happened. Those cowards wouldn't dare. They sat there in the strait for North Africa, wait for the trade ships to go through the straits so that north of Africa... And they'd attack it, and they'd take hostages, they'd take the ship, they'd take the uh, people as slaves. They didn't care. They really didn't care. There's one thing he's, this author's right about. They didn't care what race you were. They didn't slave you no matter what you were. They don't care. Everybody but Muslims are slaves to them. So anyway, uh, where was I? Um, Brown defended slavery, stating, it is not immoral for one being to own another human. Wow. Isn't that enough to make people walk out on anything he has to say? Are you crazy? We ended that with the 13th Amendment, you moron. Get the hell out of my country. Why do we let these people be in his country? Why? I don't care if they're citizens. I deport them to a Muslim country if they're going to defend Islam. I want them to go to a Muslim country and report on how they treat him while he's there. I'm willing to bet we're not going to get any reports from the reporter. Defend slavery. By comparing to marriage, a quid pro quo arrangement in which both slave and master benefited from the arrangement. Oh, yeah, that's Islam. I don't think it's morally evil to own somebody because we own lots of people all around us, and we're owned by people. Has anybody yet going, who would listen to this man? He makes no sense at all. We're all owned by people. You're owned. Do you know you're owned by somebody? Did you know you're owned? You're a slave. Didn't you know that? You idiot. Your son owned you. (laughs) <laughs> all right well we've had enough fun for tonight 
It's Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Good night, Susan. And we're out of here. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.